0: New York City, there's a video, people being arrested for trying to enter a museum without proof of vaccination. And one of the people being arrested appears to be a child. I don't know the full details on this. There's probably some nuance. Sometimes they're not really getting arrested. They're detained. But my understanding is that they're trying to claim trespassing, as we've seen with uh, many of these other instances. Meanwhile, over in the UK, they have completely done away with all of their COVID restrictions. At least it's my understanding. The BBC says masks are out. People can now start coming back to work and their vaccine passports gone. It's interesting that the U.S. is not following suit after the Supreme Court ruling saying Biden didn't have the authority to mandate any of this vaccine stuff. Carhartt says we're going to do it anyway, or at least that's what's being reported. And Starbucks says, no, nah, we're not going to do that. I jokingly referred to that as my pressure campaign against Starbucks working because I said I was going to hire the people from the local Starbucks to basically protest the mandates. And then all of a sudden it happened. No, I'm kidding. But we got to We got a lot to talk about, too. We got Joe Biden, who's under fire for saying that the upcoming election will be illegitimate because the Democrats weren't able to force through their voter overhaul bill. Didn't work. And we're going to be talking about censorship, big tech, and following up on a conversation about Getter with none other, none other than the CEO of Gab and founder,
1: Andrew Torba. How's it going, man? Great to be here. You want to pull your mic up a little bit closer? Sure thing. And uh just introduce yourself, man. So uh, I'm the CEO of Gab.com, the home of free speech on the internet. Um, I'm a father. I'm a husband. And... uh I'm here to save free speech on the internet. It's that simple. So uh, we talked with a couple different CEOs recently. We had uh, Rumble,
0: the video platform. A lot of their terms of service are very similar to the big tech platforms. Then we had the CEO of Getter. They have very similar uh, rules. But I guess Gab is the one place where your, your only rule is what, the First Amendment?
1: Yeah, I actually brought a, a copy of our terms of service right here. Right? Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> so, if you want me to read it, um, you know, <laughs> Congress shall make no law representing an establishment of a religion or prohibiting the free exercise of or abridgment of the freedom of speech. Right? So it's really that simple. If it's allowed by the First Amendment, it is allowed on Gab. Alright, well, there's, there's a lot we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta break down in that one, and
0: there's a lot of history about what, what has happened to Gab with, with institutions and censorship and all the stuff that you guys have been targeted with, so we'll get into all that, so thanks for coming, man. Sure. Plus, plus the news in general, plus we got, uh, we got Luke here. I was
2: hoping you would take out a piece of paper that would say, I could do whatever I want. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I would have appreciated that one. Uh, before we begin, I definitely want to shout out everyone in the house who participated in our first jujitsu yes. class. Uh, it went very, very well. It's our kind of unofficial fight club. We need security when we all need, know jujitsu. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm being <laughs> facetious here. And uh, I also wanted to remind people that it was never about the new normal. It was always about the new world order. And if you agree and want to wear this uniform out there to the general public and send this message to them, you can by getting this shirt on thebestpoliticalshirts.com. because you do. I'm here. Thank you so much. This should be a great conversation and I'm really looking forward to it. Oh my gosh.
0: Uh, hey guys, check out the Cast Castle vlog. I wanted to shout that out from yesterday. It was very funny. Seamus <laughs> and Chris are a magical team. They're really yes. hilarious guys. And I got to work with them on a on a fun um, movie skit yesterday. So check it out. And I'm Ian Crossland. Andrew, great to see you, man. Finally to meet you in person. Great to be here. In a long time. We've been working together in parallel systems. So this is really cool. And uh, follow me at iancrossland.net if you want to.
1: I'm really excited to have Andrew the night after we had the gentleman from Getter. So I'm stoked to hear what cool free speech we're going to talk about tonight.
0: Before we get started, head over to Timcast.com and become a member to get access to exclusive members only podcasts from this show, the Timcast Arrow Podcast. We're going to have a special segment at eleven P.M. tonight. You're not going to want to miss it, because that's where we we talk about uh we we call it the uncensored podcast show. We're basically swearing a lot and we we just, we have no rules. Uh, but as a member, you're helping support this show. You're helping support all of our journalists. You're helping support our IT crew and all the tech and all the administrative work. So it is greatly appreciated. Your memberships are what basically make all of this possible and functioning. But don't forget to smash the like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Let's get into that first story. We got this tweet here from Libs of TikTok. NYPD arrest multiple people, including a young child for trying to enter a museum without proof of vaccination. This I think shows you the extreme degrees some of these U.S. cities are willing to go. At the same time, check this out, face mask rules and COVID passes to end in England. They're also saying that people can start working from home. So here's, here's my question. What, what What is this contrast? How are we? We're, we're America. All right. We, we declared independence from, from them because <laughs> we want freedom. And now over there in the UK, they're like, yeah, we're going to get rid of all this stuff. No COVID passes, freedom. And then here in the United States, we're split apart by, by people who want mandates and want to push it to the extreme and people who don't.
2: Well, some people just want to trample on freedom and squeeze that lemon to the last drop as, of course, cases are going down dramatically. The UK is obviously getting rid of all of their mandates, their lockdowns and restrictions. This is also the, the kind of dichotomy that's happening right now uh, between that hipster clothing company. Uh, what what is, what is it called? Carhartt and Starbucks, yeah. <laughs> whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. yuppie hipsters, uh, wear that all the time, just for the record. <laughs> and that was appropriated from us rural folks by e- the way. Ex- exactly, but, but, uh, you know, the video that, that we saw today just shows you the absurdity. I mean, y- we don't even see this kind of larger push for the vaccine like we did before, because a lot of people are realizing a lot of bigger truths here. And it wasn't just uh, the United Kingdom. It was also the Czech Republic that announced that vax mandates are totally gone in their country because the president called them nonsense from the start. Those are his own words. So we're seeing a, a big unraveling, which we've been talking about for weeks on this program. I've been saying, hey, a lot of things are going to change very dramatically in 2022. And this is it. And it's happening in front of our eyes. And uh, this to me is the last drop. That this kind of establishment has to squeeze everything they can out of this tragedy that unfolded on the world. Yeah, I
1: think what we're seeing is a representation of the two different realities that we both live in right now. We have two different sides of reality for you know large swaths of the population including countries and of course we're seeing it here in the united states with states right so we see people by hundreds of thousands that are fleeing these blue states places like new york going to florida going to texas going to places where they have freedom and they aren't being told that they can't enter a store they're going to have a child arrested this is absurd right so this this type of stuff is actually going to drive more and more people to the places where they will get freedom and it's going to accelerate the balkanization that i think we're seeing in the united states right now and there are people who don't mind living in these in these places. They don't right.
0: think twice. They, 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 they walk up to their 7-Eleven parking lot, and the nice man comes and gives them their shot and gives them their card, and they're happy with it. And there are celebrities who advocate for that. My position is and always has been you need sound advice from a trusted medical professional. Hey, that's what YouTube says you're supposed to say. Yet for some reason, there are high-profile celebrities who advocate for you to not do that but to just go into a 7-Eleven parking lot, which is the craziest thing to me. But hey, 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 look. You know what? My position is live and let live. If you live in New York or California or Cook County, the Chicagoland area and you want to just, you know, do whatever do whatever you want, man. Don't look at me. I mean, I'll I'll tell you what I think, but people are going to be staying and other people are going to be going and that
1: that hyperpolarization we've seen in this country, you mentioned Balkanization, mm-hmm. this is accelerating it. Yeah, I think it's inevitable, right? I think um, you know when you have a country where people live in these two different spheres, these these two different realities. Um, what do we share in common anymore? What makes us united? I mean, just a, you know, a piece of paper, right? Is this what makes us united? No. Because there's people that don't even believe in this anymore. You, and, and you're holding the Declaration of Independence and in the Constitution, mm-hmm. but I, and I, and I'll point this out.
0: We people on the right all the time are like, you know, Tim Pool's a liberal or he's a centrist or center left. And I'm like, I don't think those words matter anymore. Right. Because what, what, what this is really about is, do you believe in reality or not? Right. You you can have a bunch of views on, on religion that I don't have, but we both look at the news. We both break things down and say, hey, this thing is true and this thing isn't right. Censorship, it's happening. We both are more likely to believe in aspects of freedom that the left will completely ignore or disregard, right. even if we have some disagreements. The left believes, I, I quote unquote the left, you know, the, the establishment left, they believe outright falsehoods mm. and they like almost, it's almost like they want to. I Russiagate I, for years, Jussie Smollett, Covington, all of these things that should stop and give you pause and be like, maybe that's not correct. So we have a ton of people on this show. It just so happens that it is more so the, the, the uh, colloquial right. And it's not that we're politically right wing on this show. Certainly we all have varying opinions, but it's because we all agree on what's true. So I don't know what left and right even means at this point. But if there are two groups of people that completely view the world in two different ways, they're not going to work together. I feel like it's more nuanced than do you... Do you believe in reality or not? More that it's more the question is, how do you perceive reality? And it's different for every individual, although it seems like it's 50-50-ish. Like most people kind of see reality in a certain way, similarly in another group. I don't even think it's that no, no, simple but, that it's two groups. But I think it's, it's so many different groups of people. I, I see what you're saying, but what I mean specifically is Russia Gate was fake. Donald Trump did not collude with Russia. That was a false narrative from the press. And there seems people, to be fake, yeah. Seems to be, no, it's definitively no, fake. From what <laughs> the proof, from the evidence we've seen, well, I've seen, it seems to be I'm not gonna lay my hat on any that's, of this. That's, I, 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 think that's, I think that's actually smart of you. Because you, you, you haven't done the research I've done.
1: Oh, I, I, can,
0: I can definitively say I've seen enough that beyond a reasonable doubt, it is true Trump did not do this. For you, you trust me, you've seen some stuff. Good point. So that's, that's, that's actually a fair assessment. But if you're someone who says after five years of all of the lies, well, how much do they spend on the Mueller investigation? It pulls up nothing. Mm-hmm. Then they lie about the Ukraine phone call. They lie about everything Trump does. At a certain point, if you still believe that and you still believe them, it has to be willful.
1: Right. I think ultimately what we're seeing here is what is actual reality, right? What? What? Where – reality exists and then what is the reality that the establishment regime wants us to believe exists right and in in the reality that exists is the truth and in that reality if you separate the democrat versus republican stuff and you just talk about you know basic facts of life most people
2: does monday at the office feel like a storm not with microsoft copilot that feeling when copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly it's sunny again
1: Whether you're Democrat or Republic, you want to provide for your family, you want to protect your family, you want to live in a safe society where you can go to the store without having your child arrested, right? I think Democrat or Republican, I think we can agree on that type of stuff. And this divide that they, this, this illusion that they have, they're the uniparty. They share the values. They have a unified objective. The regime is against us. It's us versus the regime. It's not Democrat versus Republican, because ultimately when you break down what, You know, Democrats and Republicans as human beings. It's human beings versus these technocratic tyrants, right? That is the ultimate, you know, dichotomy here of what's going on.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> is, <laughs> Whatever lives is absolutely it's, I look yeah. right at it. It's, it's, saying, it's absolutely it's, – <laughs> it's, it's either you believe in freedom or, or the subjugation of the free human spirit. And there are still some people holding out. But I would say by and large, I think a lot of people are realizing that they were scammed, that they were lied to, that they were not being told the truth. These, this video that we just saw happened in New York City. The state. Well, we should we should play it to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's uh, cursing. We'll there's there's oh, wow. cursing no, in there, I'll, so we I'll, might I'll have I'll to I'll cut mute the audio. It. But but this is video of of activists doing the sit-ins that we literally saw decades ago when, of course, segregation was legal here in the United States. Discrimination based on people's own personal medical advice is absolutely deplorable. It's a disgusting policy that the NYPD is willingly carrying out on beheads of the state. And there's also reports that uh, the mother of the this child also had cps called on her so it does seem like the state is trying to punish all these individuals all these activists standing up for their personal liberty for their individual right to be able to participate in society without needing to get government permission a domestic passport system is absolutely insane and these people are trying to institutionalize it and luckily that battle has been lost i think the 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 big domino which is the united kingdom has fallen more dominoes will fall from here and when you look at the numbers especially when it comes to cases the uk when it comes to cases it looks like it's about one week ahead of the united states so and and right now in the uk the cases are dramatically going down and a lot of people expect the cases to go down in the united states because and and when that happens this whole game is going to be unraveled to the to the american public how mad do you think
0: people are going to be when they were like they said wear masks they, send, they said get vaxxed. They said get two shots, get three shots. They still locked us down. And then after we did everything they asked, they just release all the lockdowns and everyone who disobeyed
1: gets to freely participate. They're, they're gonna, think they're about gonna the awakening. Think about the awakening of that, though. If you're someone who got, you know, the fourth booster and wore the mask every day and stayed home and locked down and all that stuff, and all of a sudden this all ends, what does that do to your psyche, right?
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I, you'd think at this point people would be like, Maybe I shouldn't trust the establishment narrative, but they just keep doing well, it. Well, I think this is the red pill moment. This is it. it it's like an evolutionary necessity that people are exposed to tr- the reality. And it happened to me in 2005 because I was on the internet making videos and people were like, Hey, did you know about the Federal Reserve? Did you know about the military industrial complex? And these were like new words to me. I was like, Well, no, but tell me. Oh my gosh. Hey, everyone. And they're like, Ian, you're crazy. But now it's, it, it's, you cannot deny when, when the people are injecting you or, forcing you to, coercing you to inject yourself. And then you find out that, fill in the blank, you might go nuts. Well, you find out that it, you know, in the UK, the Vax Passport's done. Yeah. So there were people who were told, if you want to participate and go to bars and restaurants, you have to do this. And they said, okay. And now, a few months later, they go, actually, nah, scrap it. Actually, it's a less lethal It's It's not about that. For me, it's not about the science. It's not about the medical stuff. That's, but that's your personal business. It's the people who are told, if you want to go out to eat, you have to do what we tell you to do. And they did. I don't care if it's wear a fuzzy hat or get a vaccine. The point is the people who obeyed the government ultimately end up realizing they shouldn't have, that they should have done what was right for them. And if that means going to a doctor, and you know, we've had a lot of people on the show who have been vaccinated. They're older yeah, and yeah. their doctors advised it. There's a lot of people who probably don't care about this. And that's the other important thing. You're going to see a lot of people on the left being like, oh, they're so worked up. No, no. I recognize that a good portion of people probably went to their doctor, got a vaccine, and said, have a nice day and never thought twice. But there are a lot of people who are who are just doing whatever they're told by the state when they realize – I'll give you an example. There's that, that guy in a store stalking a woman, screaming, is anyone else mad that we all have to wear masks and she yes. isn't wearing one? Mm-hmm. That's exactly who I'm talking about. Those people are going to lose it when they're like, "No! But I did what I was told." Yeah, they need um they're going to need like a safe place to to regain sanity. So, there'll be it's an opportunity to make fun of people and be like, "You stupid idiot. Look how you fell for that. You more and just make people so
1: angry and hateful. But ultimately, I think if we can be forgiving and kind I was just gonna say it's an opportunity for empathy because if we show them empathy then they will be more open to our ideas and saying listen listen next time you know you call this conspiracy theorists you called us you know uh extremists and all this stuff and anti-science and all this stuff and now you've woken up to this well maybe next time they'll listen to us if we show them a little bit of empathy this time i think that that
2: has a powerful effect i think a lot of people are going to go crazy i uh. think those feelings are going to be exacerbated specifically when it comes to individuals who are still <laughs> locked down I, I use that word, He's smiling. I, know that exactly word. What I, I know exactly <laughs> He's what i'm doing here sharing. i posted i posted a meme on my instagram page showing uh, a Confused, blonde haired, bare chested Australian on barbed wire looking confused. And it says Australians watching the UK remove all mask mm-hmm. mandates. And, and there's going to be a feeling in Australia, in the Netherlands, being like, why are we still doing this when the rest of the world didn't do this? And I truly do believe what Florida did during this entire saga was absolutely crucial when it came to defeating the mandates and lockdowns here in the United States. If it wasn't for Florida, if it wasn't for Governor DeSantis, Texas followed him. Other states followed his lead, specifically saying, we're not even going to implement this here in the first place. And because of that... This is why I think it wasn't, uh, you know, set into play all throughout the United States because of him standing up and saying no. Other states are saying no right now. Other countries are saying no right now. And other countries are going to be looking on and be like, hey, they get to have some freedom. We want some of that, too. Let's see what happens with Carhartt. BBC reports Carhartt
0: facing calls for boycott over vaccine mandates. The outcry comes amid a fierce debate over the U.S. COVID-19 jabs. This month, SCOTUS said the government could not force large employers to make COVID-19 vaccination or weekly testing mandatory. Companies, including the coffee chain Starbucks, have since reversed their plans. But in a recent memo to staff, Carhartt leaders said the Supreme Court decision had not changed the company requirements. Now, this is resulting in many people calling for a boycott. I'll tell you first the funniest thing. I love it. I responded to this by saying, how about this? If you work for Carhartt and you don't want to get vaccinated, quit. My, my, my view on this is like, I'm not a communist. I'm not going to demand a private business be forced to employ me or, or, you know, if, if I don't want to work there, I won't. But for some reason, the left ragged on me for it. I, I, and and the, the best part was on Reddit, they were like, uh, but he's right though. Like he's, he's telling him to quit. What's, what's wrong with that? Yeah, I don't think there's any actual principle for the most part behind what Carhartt is doing, and behind what people, uh, the, the the establishment left and and pro mandate people believe, it's all tribal. If they can make fun of someone, quote unquote, on the right, they'll do it, even
1: if they they should be agreeing with it. Now, as for Carhartt the company, what do you think? You think they're going to lose money on this deal? Listen. I know Carhartt because ninety percent of my wardrobe is Carhartt. You're right not wearing Carhartt now though. Oh no, absolutely not. No. <laughs> We're in Milwaukee tonight, right? Otherwise, it would have been right. You can ask my wife; she'll confirm this. It's about ninety percent of my wardrobe is Carhartt. You know, it's it's rural, rugged, blue collar people, working class people who are by and large, anti-vaccine mandate. So it's total, it's an example of total tone deafness from a corporation about their core target demographic. And that is a real problem. And it's a problem for us too, because we can't just boycott everything, right? There, you know, what am I going to do? I'm going to take all my Carhartt clothes now and, you know, burn them in the fire pit, <laughs> like, dance you know, around naked. Right. It's like, you know, I, I love my Carhartt stuff and it's, 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 it really breaks my heart that they're doing this. But, um, you know, at the same time, it's, it's almost like, where are the options, right? You know, where's the non-woke company, uh, out there? And it's like, it's almost like, like everywhere you turn, it's, it's every single corporation. You cannot escape it. Strangely, Starbucks, check this out from people, drops
0: COVID vaccine and testing requirements for employees after Supreme Court ruling. Out. So, so I live in West Virginia, not too far away from where we do this production. And uh, I went to a coffee shop with my girlfriend. We wanted to go shop local. And so we went to this local shop with a big sign on the door saying you had to wear a mask. And I look behind me and it's like 100 feet away. It's, it's longer than that. It's across the street. And I'm like, there's a Starbucks right there they have no mask mandate. Let's go there instead. I'm going to go there. Right. I'm going to go there. Um, I would rather give money to the small business, but not if you're in West Virginia of all places, supposed to have all this freedom. And you as a private business want me to do that. I'm not going to cry about it. I'm not going to go you, you crazy. Uh, I'm going to be like, Oh, well, Starbucks it is, I guess I'm not going to, cr- I'm not going to complain to the store, but I'll tell you this after this, I'm going to go first thing in the morning. I'm going to buy a bunch of Starbucks for the whole staff. I don't, I don't like the company, to be completely That's honest. That's the PSYOP, dude. Don't fall for it. They make <laughs> us all angry and villainous. And then it's the, a first person to, the first person to relax is the kingdom of Britain, the king, the queen, and the corporations of Starbucks. They want you Didn't part of Starbucks the did Starbucks do
2: like woke training? Did yes. they shut down for a week because they wanted to re-educate all of their employees on specific uh, SJW kind of principles?
0: Yes, and... In that instance, I would be like, okay, I'm not going to shop there. But when someone does something right, I want to encourage it. If Starbucks no. is saying, we're dropping this, I want to go there and say, you guys are awesome. I love what you're doing. Let me buy some coffee from you. Do more like this. Let Starbucks realize that when they do that woke insanity, they lose customers. And when they, when they do yes. right by working class people, they gain
1: customers. Exactly. I talk about this all the time. The, the most power that we have is our wallet, where we're spending our time and where we're spending our money. That has the most, that is how you vote, right? That is the best way to vote. And that is what gets the most action from these companies is when they see their, their profits go up after making a move like this, they're going to pay attention to that. If Starbucks
0: ends up making a bunch of money, retaining employees and, uh, is Starbucks, uh, Starbucks publicly traded? It is, right? Yes. If their stock value goes up, it's not just the company. It's the shareholders Mm -hmm. and they're going to be like, tell Starbucks to do more like this. We're making money. It's improving. My my portfolio is doing better. And then Starbucks is going to be like, hey, the customers have spoken. That's why you reward companies when they do right. You punish them when they do bad. And if the people that have stock in, in Starbucks have a lot of stock in Starbucks and they're like, hey, we like that this company is making us money. Now we
2: want all our other investments to start doing what they're doing.
0: Exactly.
2: Well, well, the principles here matter. Carhartt has about 5,500 employees. Starbucks has over 200,000. But the people working at Carhartt now have to make a very tough decision, You know, especially if they can't get this procedure, especially if they have some complications, or if they just personally have religious values or belief systems that, that complicates this. They have to choose their livelihood over complying with the whims of a corporation that's not even liable for a product that they're forcing them to take. That's disgusting or well behavior that shouldn't never be tolerated, and they are facing a lot of backlash. They are facing a lot of boycott, and, and, and good. Um, I, I think maybe they were trying to double down on their yuppie hipsters, because it is blue blue-collar people who do wear uh, their clothes, but it's also a lot of uh, urban hipsters uh, as well. Maybe they were just trying to appease their, their kind of trying to reshift their brand just to be cool. I don't know. They didn't have to do
0: anything. Yeah. That's the point. Starbucks doing this is them... Deciding to to make a public announcement that they had to. If they didn't want to have the mandate, they could have dropped it and said, "Okay, we're not going to." You know, they, they 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 they're dropping it. They're making that statement. Carhartt or Starbucks, they could have said nothing. They could have just been like, uh, "We'll just do nothing and change nothing." Starbucks decided to make that shift. Carhartt decided to reinforce and announce to everybody, "We're gonna we're gonna keep doing this." So there it is. You know, the, the Carhartt has made their decision. At a time when most of these companies know there's a major divide in the market, why Carhartt – this is the crazy thing to me. Starbucks is the woke company, and they chose freedom, Mm. and Carhartt is the
1: working class company, and they chose oppression. Totally upside down totally upside down. And, you know, I think this is a, a perfect example of of the parallel societies that we're seeing, right? They're seeing two different societies here and two different sides of the narrative and two different shifts in what companies are going to do. They're going to have to start making choices like this every day. And it's going to impact their bottom line. And uh, people need to, again, vote with their their dollars. That is the most important thing. Your time, your dollars, that is where you have the power. We actually, I made this joke the other night, but we have a vaccine mandate on this show. Uh, everybody who watches has to be vaccinated. Uh, yeah. So if you're
0: at home and you're not vaccinated, Shame I'm on just you. kidding. <laughs> are you thinking about lifting the mandates? I've officially lifted all the mandates. If you're watching at home and you are not vaccinated and you are not wearing a mask, we're going to allow it. Okay. Oh. Goes, we're we're, we're right there. We're right there with Starbucks. That's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I I wait, wait, wait. Starbucks we're, is going to make a
0: lot of new hires this year. Mm-hmm. Were those of you list- first one. Were those of you listening at home? Not wearing a mask?
1: What? oh Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. We're going to have to
0: spend two or three years, a bunch of money, and investigation to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Of the, of I'm what? just pretending like we're the American government wasting time. <laughs> oh, <on> right. <laughs> Everybody send us $20 million and we'll investigate ourselves right, and find we did nothing wrong. This January 6th committee, it feels like a lot of money and a lot of attention on something that is not that big of a deal. I, maybe yes. I'm, like, what an amount of attention and money has been spent on this one day, relatively nonviolent It's like the Monica
2: Lewinsky Bill Clinton scandal, in my opinion. I, mean, I can't
0: say I it was relatively not, someone did die, some people died, so it was no, definitely it was Monica Lewinsky? But it wasn't like Hold a- on there, No, yeah. no, the storming uh, of- The storming. Uh, the storming. Oh, well, the, the people, entrance into the Capitol. One woman died because she was killed by a cop. Yeah. Right. And then I think Somebody someone fell off fell a wall. Trampled. And then someone was trampled, someone yeah. had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. So, Cops were cool.
2: Let,
1: They are trying to demonize 80 million people in this country. That is why they are trying to keep this narrative alive. Full stop. You know, we all know, common sense people know, I think both on the left and the right, really wasn't that big of a deal. Okay? Not the big, of the, not the, the deal that they're making it out to be. It was and bad. They're going to keep dragging this on and milking this cow for as long as they can for the purpose of demonizing 80 million people in this country. That is what it's about. But you guys want to know something? You know, when we did a poll,
0: of, uh, our show and people who watches, it was mostly like moderate libertarian leaning individuals. They weren't far right or left or anything, just regular kind of people. And then you have uh, it leans a little bit more right in some areas than it would left, but we actually had people who self-identified as socialist and far left who watch the show. Some people hate, watch it. Some people actually like watching it, but, um, beyond this show, which is, I guess it's a big show, but Joe Rogan's a really big show. When you have Joe Rogan praising James O'Keefe, And I was, that was, that was incredible. Awesome. Uh, And Joe actually defended me. I'm eternally grateful, Joe. That was, uh, I really do appreciate it. He was talking with James Lindsay. Joe's a regular guy who leans left. I mean, he's pro UBI. The the regular people in this country aren't falling for any of this stuff anymore. The establishment can come out and scream January 6th or whatever they want. But regular people are just like, yo, we don't believe you. You've lost. We're not with you anymore. Your narrative is gone. CNN's ratings are 90% down. MSNBC 90% down. People aren't buying it. But you it. know what makes me nervous? Did you see that video of the kids? Uh, I don't know what country it was in, but they were asking the kids, do you... I was France, I think. Do you want No, no, vaccine? no. Quebec, Quebec, Quebec Canada. Quebec yeah. Oh, you want
2: vaccinated? So they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, these little six-year-olds. We, and what we, do you do if
0: someone's not vaccinated? You call the police. So you take yes. away
2: everything from them until they comply. That so it was would, one of the response by the little girls who it, was speaking in French. It Canadian. It seems like there fruity. has been a, a de-escalation away from authority
0: in society, but then the re-kind of brainwashing of children is happening now that I'm not, I haven't seen a lot of, but that... that that video was crazy.
1: You know, their biggest fear is us waking up and stop the bickering between Democrat and Republican left and right and uniting together against the regime. That is their biggest fear. That is why they keep pumping all of these stories on both Fox and CNN constantly with the drama. What did AOC wear on her dress? What did she tweet today? All of this nonsense to keep us distracted and divided, it and focused on batting heads with one another instead of uniting and batting head against the, the dragon. What you, right. What do you
0: think would have happened? If in 2015, or like as we're getting in the 2016 cycle, Bernie and Trump teamed up,
1: that was so been awesome Cause,
0: <laughs> because because the, the, the insurgent populist left, mm-hmm. which very much does not get along with the insurgent populist right, but both despise the establishment, the regime, the cathedral, it would have been it. That would have been a, a that would have been a political revolution in this country. But they effectively made sure that, you know, Bernie, he caved he gave right in the machine and he changed his positions. Bernie was the was open, he, he Bernie said open borders is a bad thing for you 3 4 years later he's like it's a good thing. If Bernie stuck to his his positions and actually worked with with the right and the right was willing to work with him, the establishment would have been would have been wiped out, but they're holding on by a thread with this Biden guy who can't think straight. And it's and it's sad, it is. Let's 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 do this. Let's let's talk about this. Let's get into this. We have this story from the Wall Street Journal. Biden draws criticism after raising prospect of illegitimate 2022 election. White House says president wasn't casting doubt on midterm results. Let's let's not waste time. Joe Biden was asked about not getting through two bills which would overhaul the US election system. He then said that he thinks in he, 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 the election in November would be illegitimate, which is an insane thing to say. Because if these bills have not been voted in now, then what's he saying about the 2020 election? Mm. Well, Jen Psaki comes out and she goes, let me be clear. He wasn't saying that the election will be illegitimate. He's saying what Trump did, blah, blah, blah. Because then Kamala Harris comes out and she goes, hold on there. Let me finish. The election will be. And then she basically backed up Joe Biden. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have pushed the idea that the election will not be free and fair because they did not get through their complete voter overhaul. Wow. It's like a child screaming when they don't get a candy bar. How about but this? But he's the president. Mm-hmm. How? How? Yes, absolutely. You want, and you want to talk about Trump arguing about voter fraud and stuff too? I'm not going to play these games. You can't come out and ban on YouTube discussion of Donald Trump's opinions. And then not so. So hold on there a minute, YouTube. I certainly hope you start enforcing this against all of the Biden supporters who are going to be saying this stupid nonsense. So they say they don't want you to say that certain elections in the past have had have been rigged or whatever. That's kind of part of YouTube's uh, events. But this is what future about election. future of <laughs> ev- elections? Is okay to, to say? Yeah, hey, it's maybe all, they're, Ian, that, totally it's demoralizing to say that yeah. stuff though. For the president to be like, this election's not going to be any good. Upcoming people won't vote if you say that, dude. That's, so don't say that. I agree. And. Uh, I, as well as many others, have been critical of Trump and many Trump supporters for telling people that there's effectively, you know, by pushing the fraud narrative, it tells people not to bother. And then you see what happens in Georgia when the Democrats end up winning two seats. They should not have won. But there were people outside who are saying there's no point. Why bother? And it's like, "Mm, you need to go vote, man. More importantly, you need to vote in the primaries. You got to vote in all your local elections. And then you got to make sure the establishment uniparty types are removed. And this is our opportunity. I have a feeling come, you know, next uh, December, I'm going to be very, very disappointed. But, you know, for the time being, I'm going to be like, guys, primary everyone, Democrat, Republican, primary them all.
1: And if you don't like any of that, vote Mises caucus. Dude. I, I think they see what's coming right they see that the midterms are going to be a total washout because people are not happy with biden's policies his approval rating is in the tanks so they know the numbers they have this internal data so they're trying to see this narrative now and they're going to be talking about this and pushing it for the next year so that when it happens they can pull their whole russiagate nonsense again well this, the, the election was stolen somebody did something and they might they might point a gap by the way because we have you know almost a hundred candidates in the 2022 race on our site that are organizing raising money building communities etc and I think we're going to be an underdog for this for this race. And we make it blamed for the, the red wave that is coming. I have never said Donald Trump won
0: the 2022, 2022 election. I have said in 2020, like in May and October, people are bringing this up, that Trump was right about certain issues pertaining to fraud, but that was before an election took place. And there was like CNN reporting on fraud and stuff, but not widespread fraud. I have no problem arguing with people like Steve Bannon, having those debates. And now we're at a point where the Democrats pulling a complete 180 and doing everything they complained Republicans were doing. And that's why I'm just like, you can't gaslight me. You can have this conversation. I can look into this. I can ask for evidence. But then when you come out and try and make, you think I'm stupid enough to believe that after a year or longer of you saying all of these things about Trump, then you start saying them, sorry, it literally can't work. You must believe these people are dumb as a box of rocks. Unfortunately, some people are very dumb. But the narrative is not going to work anymore. This is, this is, this is also going to be a red pill moment for a lot of people. They're going to be like, wait a minute. Aren't the Democrats the ones claiming Trump was lying about fraud? And then Trump claimed he won. And now they're already starting to push that same exact narrative. Yes, because they're liars. I think people are going to wake up to this and be like, Hey, maybe the media is lying to me. I hope more people do, to be honest. I got, I feel like the, uh, the, the brain of the American country got in, infected by like a parasite when the Federal Reserves performed their coup in 1913. And now it's like I love I'm looking at it like it's my wife who has a parasite in her brain. And I'm like, I love you. You are everything to me. But it's not her anymore. It's something else now. But I still love the corporeal form. What am I supposed
1: to do? I want to extract the parasite. I want to re- reduce the Federal Reserve and, and create a new economy. The best way to do that is by getting into things like Bitcoin. That, and that is why they're freaking out. You see them starting to see this narrative right now. Hillary's coming out. Even Trump has come out against Bitcoin, yep. right? Why is that? right so people should start looking into that because the way you know I was talking about this before we started the show bitcoin is free speech money bitcoin is the only reason that gab still exists right now because in 2019 when we got banned from everything payment processors paypal everything we were still able to accept bitcoin we didn't need permission from any bank we didn't need permission from any corporation or any government to do that that is how we take down the federal reserve <laughs> that, that woman is a succubus
2: ian and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and be careful watch out she's going to take everything from you including she still represents a great idea that should be protected at all costs, but to, to go on this kind of uh, area when it comes to cryptocurrencies, I think this is why... Countries like Venezuela and Russia have been talking about developing their own cryptocurrencies. The U.S. Federal Reserve is also hinting that they may just create FedCoin. But just like anything, it's a technology, just like the Internet. It could be used for good. It could be used for bad. And you guys were were helped by Julian Assange was helped by it when he was debanked. Major banking institutions, Visa, MasterCard attacked Julian Assange and WikiLeaks because the CIA ordered them to do so. They took down all of his accounts and he was only able to raise money with Bitcoin, which made him a multimillionaire. So, you know, everything has a karmic way of working out in the world. And I think whether it's it's a psyop or not a psyop, cryptocurrency does represent a possibility of freeing people just like the Internet did. We just have to hope it doesn't get corrupted. It is like the monetary version of a free speech network. Correct. It is people's ability
0: to bypass the establishment, their controls, their narratives. What I love most about Bitcoin is the stories about really weird and gross people who became millionaires and billionaires. It's just like the dude in 2011 who was like, "I need a, I need a decentralized and you know secret currency to use." For what reason, I wonder. And now they're rich. Dude, I had a guy
2: sleeping on my couch who's a billionaire right now. (laughs) I'm not even joking. What a b. And he was a bum. He was eating my macaroni and cheese, like microwavable, and and. and then I be, shout out to you I have I, I, I'm i still shocked People <laughs> know exactly Who I'm talking about The dude was a, Like he I was just like Dude you know I, I let Back in the day You know If someone needed To stay somewhere I was like Yeah I stay at my place This dude was overstaying His welcome Like a mother He was I was like Dude you know Maybe you could go Stay at someone pay else's you back? Back? pay you back Sounds like a has To pay back interest around. bro He didn't Times 10 He didn't pay me back
0: Remember when Max Kaiser I think it was Gave Alex Jones 10,000 bitcoin I was there
2: You know, they say Bitcoin is decentralized,
0: but if you're at the top
1: of it, looking down at the blockchain, you're basically looking at a centralized system of nodes. So it's really centralized. Not necessarily, no. No, at this point, you know, over this many years, right? It has become so decentralized, and that is that is why you know China has tried to to overtake it with the mining and stuff, and they haven't been successful, right? Every attempt to take down Bitcoin, every time there's an article that comes out, Bitcoin is dead. Oh, it's tanking now. It's dead this time. How? You know, there's actually a website that tracks this. It's been like hundreds of times over the past thirteen years or whatever it is. That the reason that I trust Bitcoin so much is not only because it saved my own business, but also because no central authority controls it. There's not one government. And there, by the way, there are countries now, entire countries that are adopting Bitcoin, which is really telling. And when I see the establishment, you know, both the left and the right coming out and attacking it, that's when I know that it is the real deal. Um, you know, it is absolutely decentralized and it is absolutely the only one that is decentralized. I'm a Bitcoin maximalist myself. I believe that Bitcoin is the thing that is going to end these things like the central bankers, the Federal Reserve, all these things. I think it's a matter of time.
2: Yeah. El Salvador uh, implemented it Correct. as their kind of national currency and the World Bank and the IMF started attacking them because of it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, and now they're doing financially, you know, better than they were before. Yeah. They're allowing people to, to of course, have the ability to transact with each other with cryptocurrency in a non-centralized way. What Venezuela and Russia have been developing is literally track, trace, and database surveillance. Correct. Coins. Uh, what El Salvador has been doing, is completely different. And it's going to be a very important case in looking at how this is implemented on a national scale and the larger effects that it's going to have on their markets, which is truly fascinating. I was thinking about going down there and investigating it and possibly even moving down there. They're creating uh, a tax-free uh, business zone as well, which some people are saying is going to be the next kind of Singapore. Who knows if it will, if it won't, if Bitcoin will crash? No one knows. No one can predict that, but it certainly is providing a lot of opportunities outside of the mainline establishment system, which I think is absolutely great. Just
0: an aside: some people are saying Twitter is down. Yeah, that's Hold that's up what my what phone. I can't. Yeah. I can't check Twitter
2: hey, now. Gab
1: is not. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, do let me take this opportunity to tell you, gab. dot com.
0: Gab is up and running. Well, so you know with biden making all of these statements them trying to walk it back kamala harris doubling down hopefully this double standard is is a big smack in the face figuratively to a lot of people among many other things among the, the covid lockdowns and the vaccine passports and, and and all of that stuff i just i i don't i don't know if i should be as hopeful that people pay attention because when uh, a good example is when lauren bobert tweeted that biden said trinaana shaba of pressure she said Biden never, you know, fulfilled his promise on Trinidad and a Shabbat of pressure. The left's response was <laughs> her brain broke. What is she trying to say? Because they don't actually listen to what Joe Biden says. So if Joe Biden comes out and says this, they probably did not hear it. Only we did because we're the ones paying attention. So you have people in this country who don't pay attention to what's going on and then go vote. And then you have people who do pay attention and they're called
2: conspiracy theorists. Well, that's the problem of censorship and echo chambers of people just following the same voices, the same ideas, the same kind of viewpoints, just regurgitated to them with different kind of. Uh, points with them, but but essentially they're they're just regurgitating the same thing, doubling down and be becoming more radicalized. Uh, this is why censorship needs to be pushed back at all costs. And uh, I mean, you're here. I have a lot of questions I want to ask, well, you, especially let, about your algorithm. But we could save that no, for, no, let's, for let's, later. Let,
0: let's do it right now. We, I mean, we're talking about so so we were just talking about how Joe Biden can come out and claim that the the upcoming election is going to be illegitimate. But YouTube bans and censors those conversations. Twitter censored information on on Hunter Biden's laptop, which would have changed the results of the election. Facebook did the same thing. You, Andrew, are the CEO of Gab, and I think are you are you the only uh, social media platform that uses the First Amendment as its as its rule book?
1: The only one. We are the only free speech platform. I think
0: Minds does that too. Do they? Yeah, First Amendment, and it's based on law in Connecticut, the state where it's incorporated.
1: So Interesting. Yeah.
0: Well, good for both of good. you. Good. Excellent. But so let's, let's let's break this down. Uh Gab has been attacked. They've tried to shut you down. They've gone after gone after your infrastructure. You 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 have sitting in front of you a pocket declaration of independence and constitution. You say it's 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 if it doesn't you know if it's if it's within the first amendment people are allowed to say it. Why are they are the these big tech companies trying
1: to take a gab offline? Right. So we are the most no-platformed, censored, deplatformed, whatever you want to call it, startup, technology startup in history. We've been banned from both app stores because Apple and Google came to me and they demanded that we censor things that they didn't like. And I said, no, absolutely not. Because you don't make the same demands of Facebook and Twitter. You can find hate speech on Twitter. You can find hate speech on Facebook. And I'm not going to censor it because you're not making them censor it. Okay. Uh, So I refuse to bend the knee. And they banned us from the app stores. They actually banned our entire developer account in in Apple's case. We've been banned from banks, Tim. We've been banned from every payment processor. We've been banned from hosting services, right? Email services, about 30 plus different services all in all, right? With all the infrastructure that it requires to run a social media website. So what we've done over the past five and a half years since I started Gab is we've built our own. People go say, if you don't like it, it's the free market. Go build your own. That's exactly what we did. We are the only platform that has done that. All these other platforms that are coming out now they're saying we're we're the free speech platform. If you look at where their servers are hosted, they're hosted on Amazon. Mm-hmm. If you look at who they depend on, it's Apple and Google on the app stores. If you look at their terms of service, they have the exact same terms of service as as Facebook, as Twitter. So it's basically Silicon Valley but with a new logo, okay? And that's not what we're building. What what about mine? Are they on Amazon? At the moment, they were on Amazon as of six months ago, and I talked to
0: Bill, and he was like, uh, we're moving off Amazon. Beautiful. I, don't, I haven't followed up with him since that conversation. That's the
2: only way
1: forward is building your own infrastructure, and we've had to build it all. We have our own physical server hardware racks, okay? Yeah. And we have to physically maintain those and upgrade those and swap out new hard drives and, and all that type of stuff, and that is just a, a massive amount of work.
0: For what reason? So so they say, if you don't like Twitter, go make your own, and you did. Right. And then all of a sudden, different companies seemingly unrelated started knocking out the support beams from your service. Right. I, I can understand. So you mentioned, you know, Google says, Hey, we want you to censor certain things. You said no, so they ban you. But what about banks? Why would a bank ban you?
1: Well, they tried attacking us from every different angle. From after three weeks after we launched, actually, five and a half years ago, uh, they started with the smear campaign, right? It's alt-right. It's Nazis. It's all this stuff, right? And that didn't work. We kept growing. We kept getting bigger. So then they said, okay, surely if we ban them from the app stores, then they're not going to go anywhere, right? A social network without an app on the app stores, it's dead in the water. And we kept growing. And then we kept growing and growing and growing. And they said, okay, we're going to take, we're going to go after their bank accounts. We're going to go after payment processors. And they, when they can't process payments, they're done, they're done. There's no way a business can exist on the internet without being able to accept credit cards or, or PayPal or all these major, you know, payment infrastructures. And thanks to stuff like Bitcoin and uh, checks, physical checks that people would mail into our PO box. So we had old technology and new technology, and that is what kept us afloat for an entire year before we were able to build our own payment system and come up with our own solution. So you're uh, on the forefront. The, 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 in terms of
0: protecting actual free speech, which means you've got a, probably a lot of detestable conversations and really awful people, I'd imagine.
1: Yeah, it's words on the screen right yep. a lot of people that i don't agree with a lot of people that don't like me a lot of people that say a lot of nasty things about me and my family and it's allowed and that's actually how you know that it's a free speech platform there's uh there's a parody account of me called andrew tuba <laughs> and i think it's one of the funniest accounts on gab it's actually one of my favorite accounts and, and maybe they don't know this but i find it hilarious because you know you see that and and that is allowed on there you could find stuff like that on there even about me the founder the owner right I don't, I don't, I, 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 really don't know if I should bring it up,
0: but people have mentioned that, uh, posts critical of, uh, of the Getter crew have been removed. Is that, is that absolutely true? Absolutely false. No. That's false? Absolutely false. Getter didn't do any of that stuff?
1: No, no, absolutely not. Oh, they, they're no, 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 removing no. it? Or we are? No,
0: no, 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 no. I've heard that on Getter. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. people yes. People yes. have questioned Getter. I thought you were saying we were doing that. I was no, like, no, 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 what? no, no. no, no. No, but no, is, no. That, is that true though? No, what, I, what I I I've heard saw people chatting it, and I want to be careful because if it's if I can't prove it, I don't want to bring it up. No, what, I, I'm
1: what I've heard is anybody that's critical of Miles, uh their billionaire, their Chinese billionaire, um, who's well, behind it. We had the conversation about Fuentes
0: the other day with the CEO of Getter, and I, I, I don't want to drag a specific platform into this, but considering you know Jason Miller was just here, and it's very obvious to everybody, I didn't find his response adequate on what rules broken by Nick Fuentes. Look, man, my position has always been this. Oliver Darcy of CNN interviewed me in 2018 when they started banning the alt-right from Twitter. And I said, it's a dangerous precedent. We we always have been, you know, as, 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 and I'm going to say the, the, as liberals in this country, because I grew up in Chicago, up in the city, I've always been left-leaning. We're always about free speech. And then all of a sudden Twitter's like, we're banning only this group of people. And I'm like, If they're not threatening violence, if they're not targeting people, even even to a certain degree, an argument about harassment, I'd be willing to accept. You just don't like their opinions. Well, I don't like their opinions either. Argue them like the ACLU when they defended really awful people in Skokie, Illinois, in that famous story. Now they're all not doing it. They're backing away. They're all going full authoritarian.
2: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: 18 plus. So my position has always been I recognize nasty people say nasty things. I think we agree on that. But when he says, you know, Justin Miller, oh well, you know, we didn't want to service his group. The problem he he brought up uh he opened the door for Getter. The problem was he basically said Black Lives Matter all banned, critical race theorists all banned, modern progressives all banned. All of these prominent left-wing personalities uh, – what, what's, what's that lady's name? Jamila Jamil or something? Yeah. Is she that actress woman?
2: Yeah, she was on uh, She's banned. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. She's yeah. banned. She right. posts a ton of racist, racist stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. If, 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 if Getter wants to have that standard, then the crazy thing about this is the modern right in this country today is posting Martin Luther King Jr. quotes. They don't want people to be judged on the color of their skin. But if you come out like like Miller did and say we're not going to allow anyone who breaks that rule, it's like, okay, well, that that means the Republican,
1: modern Republican Party is going to be on the platform. The Democrats won't be right. Nicholas J. Fuentes is the canary in the coal mine with censorship. I mean, this kid is 23 years old. He has a live stream from his parents house and he can't get on a plane because of his political opinion. He, he can't access, you know, he's, he's probably just as banned as we are, uh, in terms of platforms. Now, of course, you can find him on Gab, unlike Getter. And, you know, Jason's answer is just totally unacceptable. You look at, uh, Getter's terms of service and they ban hate speech and they make these arbitrary decisions like banning Nick Fuentes and banning people like John Miller even, uh, you know, th- with no reason and no recourse and no adjudication. Um, and then they claim to be a free speech platform. It's a joke. I didn't like it when, I asked
0: him what you know. Luke Luke asked him what rule was broken specifically. Well, the terms and service, cause right? He what? has
2: a list and a number. I was like, give me, you know, give me the list. Tell me. Exactly. And he didn't. He didn't. He didn't have one. He didn't well, clarify.
0: Was- there's a difference between terms of service and community guidelines. Mm-hmm. Which for me, there's not at mines. For me, I I base my community guidelines were the terms of service. But I understand how you could have two different things. At least that was his response. That's what I got from that. What What worried me the what most? Community was, guidelines were were violated. I don't know. It's It sounded like they were just Twitter but a little bit better. Right. A little bit better. And so there's still the the inherent problem that the reason they banned Nick Fuentes is because the media said bad things about him. Right. Look, for all I know, what the media claims about him was true for all I know. Mm. However, I don't really trust the media, so I'm not going to just blindly be like, oh, okay, you banned him because CNN wrote an article. I'm going to be like, uh, you're going to have to show me some hard proof because the media doesn't have any credibility right now. He didn't have it. He couldn't give me a specific example. He couldn't give me, there, there was not even a philosophical reason. It was just, you know, Fuentes said something about who, who are groypers here, and so then I asked him what a groyper was, and he didn't seem to know that either. And so my my view is, if you're going to ban someone, stand by it, be proud of it, and not be able to explain what went wrong, how am I supposed to trust your platform?
1: Yeah, you know, if he had come out and said we banned him because we believe that Apple and Google would remove us from the stores if we had him on the platform, I would have respected that, right? But, you know, Jason is is a, a political strategist. That's what he does. He's not a technologist. He, he doesn't know how to run a social media company. And frankly, he's in over his head. I think it's obvious after last night, right? Uh, you know, what these people are doing is they're really trying to subvert the work that I've been doing for five and a half years and the work that we've been doing at Gab. And it's really, it's us versus the billionaires. So, you know, you have uh, uh, Miles Gao, who is the Chinese billionaire behind Getter. You have Peter Thiel, who's behind Rumble. Rumble and you have Rebecca Mercer and the Mercer family, Who's behind, uh, Parlor? What about Mines? Mar- yeah, they're, they're. Aaron? Yeah, yeah that's Aaron. it. Yeah, we got. You guys that's, are independent, you do crowdfunding as well. We started yep.
0: from the beginning with nothing and then John came in, Bill's dad is half right. owner of the company and the three of us. It's a family it business just like wow. us. Yep, exactly. You, mines does have a big, Mines investment. has taken investments in the past. We got a 10 million about a, two years ago, um, from a, the dude that, I don't know how – is it all public information? I don't know if I, I think can talk is, about yeah. the names and all that. But he basically <laughs> built the, the games that Yahoo bought in like 2000 to create Yahoo Games. Right. So that guy came in. Um, we had, uh, the guy from Overstock. Yeah. He's the, he's, he's he's billionaire, isn't he? Right. right. Coming with six million about four years ago. But that's, I think other than that, it's just we crowdfunded a million bucks.
1: Yeah. So that's what, um, that's what we did. We did regulation crowdfunding. So our users, a, a nice chunk of our users are actually stockholders in Gab. So they have a piece of the pie and, and they're our biggest advocates, right? Um, and, and outside of that, we're funded by, you know, our Gab Pro subscriptions, merchandise, you know, stuff like this hat. Um, and we now have advertisement, but you know, we're not tracking you creepily like Facebook and stuff. Did you guys ever
2: have any big funders? coming your way and try to say, hey, we're going to give you this money if you do this? And are you willing or able to disclose the largest kind of funder? Is there one guy who's like a millionaire that gave you guys a million dollars? Or you know, you don't have to answer it, but uh, I'm well, just curious. I think
1: our average investment was uh, $1,000 for our regulation crowdfunding offerings. We did have a few bigger angel investors who, and by the way, all these people are users on the site um, who put in, I think, maybe $100,000 or something as a part of that overall round of crowdfunding. But anybody was able to invest, I think, as low as 200000 This was back in 2017, 2018. Um, we have had people that have come to me and have tried to tempt me with money. Absolutely. I've had, you know, big hedge fund guys and, and a lot of names that a lot of people would recognize if I said them, I'm not going to do that. But, you know, essentially the deal was you have to start banning certain things and you have to start doing things a little bit differently and we have to pivot on certain things. And I said, unacceptable. Unacceptable. Because the thing that I'm not doing this for money. This is my life's work. I am doing this so that when my children get older, uh, they have the ability to speak freely on the internet. I want to ensure that my kids have the same, and your kids, by the way, and your kids have the same freedoms that we all grew up with in this country.
2: That is why I do what I do, period. Was there ever one person that gave over a million dollars? You don't have to disclose who they No, are.
1: no. There was never Go. one person that gave yeah. over a million.
2: No. I want to tell you why you you get those
0: people coming to you making demands. I was thinking about this. I'm probably missing a few pieces of the puzzle, but 30 years ago, before the internet, before cell phones, and 50 years ago and beyond, radio, television, even newspapers allowed the the powerful interests to homogenize morality and culture, society. So 30 years ago, you have a handful of TV channels and a growing influence around, you know, cable was getting more popular since the 80s. But uh, let's go back to the 70s, right? You have a handful of channels, maybe like, what, five. And so... If these five channels decide a certain idea was unacceptable and they wouldn't put it on TV anymore, they wouldn't platform it, those ideas would start to die off. People would fall in line with whatever the mainstream opinion was because they want to fit in and don't want to be ostracized with the rise of the internet. Now, subcultures that the establishment elites might not like are able to persist because they can build their own communities And survive outside of that ecosystem by finding like-minded individuals.
1: This actually happened in the 70s. Uh, It's called the rural purge, the rural TV purge, where there were all these shows like Green Acres and and, and wholesome TV shows about rural life and rural living. Those were all purged all at once from all those major networks because they didn't want those ideas anymore. They wanted people migrating to the cities where they can control them and atomize them like we're seeing our society become today. So now, as the internet expands and different platforms emerge control of social media
0: control of these websites allows them to rehomogenize. are you familiar with the uh, dead internet theory no what's this this is it's, it's actually a really scary story but the and it's actually really simple the idea is that the internet died a decade ago and that everything you're encountering now on the internet is bots most people don't post anything. Right. Most comments you see are, are algorithmic, are, are bots and, and manipulation. And the internet is actually not a free and open space. It's just a controlled. I can
1: talk about this big time. So this, yeah. this is called the 1% rule. So 1% of any given online community on the internet, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, whatever it is, Gab. of people are creating content. 9% are engaging, meaning they're liking, they're commenting, they're sharing. 90% of people are passively consuming content, right? So that is where most of the social engineering that these platforms are doing is going on. The passive engagement, the passive people that are just scrolling the feed and looking at information, they want to decide what you're seeing in those feeds. And they are socially conditioning and socially engineering people to have the values that they want them to have, to vote the way that they want them to have. You know, I was living and working in Silicon Valley and I saw this stuff firsthand and I said, this has got to stop. Someone's got to do something about this. There has to be another way to do this. And that's what inspired me to do what I'm doing. Somebody had to do it and I was going to do
0: it. Real quick, the 1% rule is part of this, Mm -hmm. but that internet theory is basically that we're all under the boot. Right. That there is no 1% anymore. That it used to be 1% were producing everything and 99% we're, were watching. But now it's that when you go on Reddit and read a comment, it was made by a machine. It's a bot. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. ARPA and built the internet. That's,
2: that's government, military. It's military tech, the internet, so it's not too far out there. And there's a lot of admitted government sock puppet accounts that are meant to, of course, have psychological warfare impact on the internet to push certain agendas out there. I've been speaking about this for so long, uh, but specifically, you know, the algorithms not only create, you know, echo chambers, they can not only create emotions, but they shape belief systems. Correct. And that's why I wanted to ask you about your algorithm. Do you have an algorithm? Uh, um, like I just signed up on, on GABA a few hours ago. There's a whole bunch of stuff on there. Who decides what's on there and what I see when I first go on there? Uh, You do, right? So – we have a chronological feed, right?
1: And and you decide who you're following, who you're blocking, who you're muting, all that. But I stuff. just
2: started an account, and I'm not following anyone. And there's a news feed.
1: So we want to inject you with some content, so you automatically follow like our our main Gab account and like our support account, and I think my account as well. Um, and that's that's to you know because we want the feed to have some stuff in there when you first start. Um, we're working on that, so we're uh, working on the onboarding process where we're going to recommend you join certain groups and and things like that. But once once you're in there, you can unfollow those if you want, and follow whoever you want, block whoever you want but that's how it works it's a chronological feed there actually is no algorithm in that feed
2: yeah as soon as I, uh, I signed up I was following three people gab your account and then there's this uh, pharmaceutical salesman uh, his name's uh, uh, Donald Trump I'm also following, <laughs> I'm also following him automatically um, you could unfollow them if you want you well, can can I ask you why are we automatically following Donald we, J. Trump?
1: We just wanted content in the feed, and a lot of people are coming there because they know that we have all of his content mirrored there. That's all that is. But you can make the choice if you want to opt out of that. You can. Okay. Well, why don't you? We mirror, just didn't want a blank, empty mirror, feed,
0: right? Do you mirror Joe Biden? Uh,
1: I don't do think it, so. No, we it. could. Yeah, you, well, you should. <laughs> later. Yeah, we could, sure. Because uh, you know, one, one of the one of the big <laughs> it's not mirroring, it's actually me manually <laughs> posting his statements as he sends them out. Well, there you go. Uh, one of the, one of the big criticisms that Twitter got
0: was when they were in this congressional hearing. A Republican pointed out that when any person in D.C. signs up, they're defaulted to Democrats to follow. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So if Gab is just doing Trump, sure. No, I understand Biden that. Trump, yeah? I
1: understand that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, we want to work on the onboarding process to uh, allow people to shape their entire experience. So we just came up with this new feature called Feeds, and it's going to allow you to create your own algorithm. Actually, so wow. you you can sit down. And you could say, I want to see a feed that shows these. 50 people and these five groups that are on gab. That's one of the features that we have is groups. Um, and I want it to be sorted by top content from all those people and all those groups and this hashtag and this RSS feed from the past 24 hours. And that is my, you know, top 20, I don't know, my, my 24 hour top post political news feed, right? And people could subscribe to that algorithm. Other people can subscribe. You could share that publicly. That feed can be viewed by people who aren't members of Gab. So that is the big thing that we're going towards now is just total customization, allowing you to create and shape your own experience versus us doing it for you.
0: I feel like if we federated networks, it would be the first time in human history that two giant social networks have federated. You said that you you experimented with the Fediverse. You whipped up Mastodon code to really create Gap. So explain, you guys used to have proprietary software, then something happened, and then now you're open source code. And and then you said you have problems with the Fediverse. Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah. So Gab is open source. You know, unlike Getter, unlike Rumble, and like all these other alternatives, our code is actually open source. So if you're an engineer, you can go and look at the code right now at code.gab.com. Right. So you don't have to believe what I'm saying when I say we're not censoring. You can actually go in and see how our moderation system works and all of that stuff. Which you know, Facebook can't say that. And none of these other alternatives can say that. I think with the exception of mine, which is also open source, yeah. which is great. I mean, that's fantastic. So um And we experimented with the the Fediverse and what we found is that it just does not work at scale. Um, we were getting attacked from all these different servers that were really just bots. You know, We're talking about bot activity, right? And whatever we did, we, we just could not stop. It was bogging down all of our infrastructure. It was like a DDoS attack from the Fediverse coming at us, right? So we disabled the Fediverse stuff and just kept using the backbone of the open source uh, uh, software and have built up from there. When you were proprietary in the beginning, what happened? Why did you decide to change and Open? Well, you know, we wanted to work smart and not hard. Um, and uh, the Mastodon open source code base uh, allowed a, a, a richer feature set that we didn't have. We didn't have, you know, the team at the time to build out all these different features and all these ideas that we wanted to do. So we said, you know, we're going to take this to the next level and go open source with everything and go into the Fediverse. And we gave the Fediverse a real shot, but it just didn't work at our scale. Like we were too big. Gab itself at the time was bigger than the entire Fediverse combined. Now forget it. It's like you know, twenty times bigger than the entire Fediverse combined. So I, I pulled up your terms of service, as mm-hmm. we've done with the past CEOs. Sure, sure. And uh, I got to say, some
0: of this stuff is protected by the First Amendment, and sure. you do ban it.
1: Well, I, you know, the founding fathers didn't have things like doxing. They didn't have things like uh, spam, internet spam. Um, you know, pornography is protected by the First Amendment, technically. But I would, I would say that the founding fathers would be uh, appalled that is protected, and that that Scotus ruled that because the founding fathers believed that our uh, our country and our our rights and our liberties belong to a morally righteous people. Um, and I don't think that they would they would defend that. And secondly, well, that's,
0: that's, but that's, that's an opinion.
1: It is. It's my opinion. Sure. So you know. I do think it's fair to point out, because
0: we do have people asking about porn. Sure. Personally, I understand why you're like, look, you know, this is not something we want on our platform, because it's, it's it's very different from an expression platform, conversations, arguments, right. debates, ideas. But maybe the appropriate way to deal with it would be a filter, as opposed to saying, even though it is protected, I don't think it's right.
1: Well, the problem is that people don't use the filter, and then bots come on and spam the heck out of every comment section, every top post, every reply with porn. Are people going to use a site like that? No. Is, porn, is porn being censored right now on the internet? You can go on Twitter. <laughs> you can go on Twitter and your replies right now and probably even, find some porn, right? Even like, though I think, doesn't the Google Play Store ban
0: it? Technically, I believe so. But Twitter, right. Twitter allows it. Right. It's funny. Well, how works the like
1: the it. other thing too is, I, I, I love people that, that claim that it's speech, right? Uh, um, the, the way to test this is go out to your town square, right, and, and start preaching the word of God. And you'll be fine uh stump for a political candidate honestly, you'll be fine honestly, Take film, your f- off. try filming porn <laughs> in the town sp- square right is that speech is that protected are you are you gonna land up in jail
0: it's it, it is it, porn is actually an interesting one because i don't think it's as easy to say that it is protected it is protected but there's interesting questions about it because we still i would i'm pretty sure every single person like well maybe 999 percent of people in this country if you went around naked they would be upset with you for it right so it's so it's interesting not in san francisco
2: uh-huh, yeah. yeah and and
0: and you know that that's true too. But 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 it's interesting. I would say while my view of it is you're expressing your opinion on, you know, adult content, it's 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 degrees of everything. You know, some people claim to be libertarian but still believe in borders. Some people say you're sure. not a real libertarian because you, you, you there should be no borders. And they're both arguing they're libertarians. I think it's fair to say that on a scale of 1 to 100, you guys are 99% free speech. Sure. There may
1: be an argument about what is First Amendment. Well, we're 100% political speech. right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe we're 99% free expression.
0: Yeah. This is the first time I've ever thought of imagery not as a form
1: of speech. Putting a picture up is div- very different than expressing your opinions. Sure. Absolutely. Does it have? Also, does it pass the Miller test? I mean, the, the, the 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 Supreme Court gives us the Miller test for you know deciding what obscenity is. Does it have artistic value? Does it have scientific value? And I would argue that you know the porn that we're seeing is not artistic. It doesn't. It's not scientific. You know, these things, these things are, uh, you know, in the hands of 10 year olds right now. Some
2: of it is, but it's like 1 out of 50. <laughs> so, so I just we're, also we're, have a question just really quick. Who decides what's, uh, obscene? Who, who decides what's spam? Can you walk us through the process of what's happening here? And how do we know that the system won't be abused? So, there's also some, some like, uh, internet per, uh, you know, Content creators that that you know have their bosoms out is that something that gets banned um, and where's the oversight when it comes to getting rid of uh, you know uh, banning people and censoring people?
1: yeah so if you look at our terms of services, it actually says if it has artistic or, or medical value um, then it's not going to be considered obscene um, ultimately at the end of the day you know human beings have to make these decisions right and they're hard I mean even the Supreme Court when they were pressed with this same exact topic you know uh, Justice Potter Stewart I believe said you know it when you see it. Right, that was the Supreme Court's official response to this, right? So this ultimately at the end of the day is decided by real human beings. Um, and, you know, are we going to make mistakes? Is there going to be false positives? Absolutely. But we do our best every day. And uh, like we're, you know, the big thing that makes us different is that 98% of the moderation on the site is done by the site's users itself. So we have these group systems, right? You can create a group and the users create those groups and they moderate those groups. So they're deciding, is this obscene for my group or is it not? You know, most of the time we're not dealing with that stuff. The users are dealing with it before it even gets to us. Where our team comes in is with illegal activity. And that is where, you you know we will actually take action if you know people are um you know posting child pornography for example um we have to legally report that and morally report that to law enforcement and get it off the site immediately that's the type of stuff where we take action this other stuff this day-to-day type stuff on um, individual use case stuff we leave that up to our users if you don't like what someone's saying if it offends you unfollow them block them you're an adult so
0: right several people are saying that porn actually is not protected speech yeah, I, it's,
1: it's not speech, first of all.
0: It's not speech. But it's not – I don't think it's, protect, it's protected under –
1: I don't think name. it is either. I think it's, yeah. the law's just not being enforced. I think that the pornography that we see on the internet today would absolutely fail the Miller test, and it's detestable that our society is not doing something about it. What about ethos with
2: bazunkas out? Wait, what? <laughs> e- e- thoughts with bazookas. Because there's like I mean, women. They're not nude, right? Like, 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 if you go to Twitch, right, right? There's a lot of women gaming the system that way. Right. They're just uh, like showing their cleavage yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm just asking because this is a question. That's not, that por- I'm not, th- that's not pornographic. No. Okay. No. So that's allowed on. Cap. Yeah, so
0: okay. I want to point out in the content standard section, it is unique in that when we had Rumble on, I believe we were looking at the wrong terms, but their terms were very similar to what we see in Silicon Valley. Sure. Uh, getters same thing you no know, hateful you know content or whatever uh your guys content standards uh gabs content standard specifically says that uh if it's protected political religious symbolic or commercial speech under the first amendment of the constitution it will be allowed on the website but then it also says there are some exceptions um it can't be unlawful we get you can't unlawfully threaten of course it's not protected imminent uh incitement not protected interfere with the operation of a computer of course that's not a, not not protected Being obscene, explicit, pornographic. I think we've just discussed that. Infringing on someone's patent, trademark, trade, secret copyright is a a civil tort, I believe, but not protected. You get sued for that, no penalties. Violate the legal rights of another, Uh, we understand. Impersonating someone. Now, is that protected speech? If you dressed up like Donald Trump and went out
1: in the street and told
0: people you were him.
1: See, that's a parody, though, right? It's protected when it's- No, 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 no,
0: no. No, I mean, like, if someone literally pretended, like, you ever see that video where the guy pretends to be Joel uh, Osteen?
1: No, and he actually
0: sneaks in. He's walking around, and everyone's shaking his hand because he looks like him.
1: I'm wondering if that wouldn't be fraud because you're not taking someone from something from someone. It's malicious. It depends on the the intent, right? Is it malicious intent? Is someone pretending to be Donald Trump and raise money? know, under, right. under his name, right? That, it, it really depends on intent. And, and our policy with that is if... Oh, it literally says for yeah, it's, purpose, it's not
0: protected by the First Amendment. Correct. Yes.
1: Oh, well, there you yeah. go. <laughs> then you've
0: there. got uh, commercial activities related to finance, which is also a legal barrier. Fraud. Yeah, fraud type stuff. Yep. And, and also people need to realize this too. You, you, you can't even promote some financial services legally. So right. it's not protected. Correct. Uh, give the impression they emanate from or endorsed by you. That I understand.
1: Right. Uh, we got to th- protect our brand.
0: Yeah. That would be... I guess if someone civil, says civil tort in the same sense as Yeah, Andrew
1: Torba promotes this site or something,
0: right? When yeah. I didn't. And linking to any content of the above categories I mean, it seems like, for the most part, you're basically just outlining what already is not protected by the First Amendment anyway. Correct. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And we are the only, you know,
2: aside from I mines, think, I haven't seen well, their, their let's, TOS let's, in a while. super yeah. similar. But, ju- but just really quick, cool, when you said uh, in moderation there's sometimes mistakes made, is there any mistake that you could tell us that y- the you guys reversed yeah. that was a problem sure. from your moderation team that you guys knew you guys made a mistake on and fixed? Yeah,
1: yeah. So there was uh, a post actually from Chris Langan, who is the highest IQ person in the guy. world, who is on gas and uh one uh, uh one of our moderation moderators uh you know removed one of his posts and we had reviewed that it was escalated to our team and to our legal team and our legal team is filled with first amendment lawyers who know this stuff inside and out they helped us write this right they've been with us for many years and we reviewed that and we uh, turned over that decision so when you know again it's human beings we're human beings so when we make a mistake we will fix it and we will undo that and i apologize to the community for that it's very rare that happens, but that happened a few months ago, and I, I personally apologize to Chris for that, and we undid it.
2: Yeah, Redemption, I think, is also very important. Correct. And that's why some people, we were asking uh the person yesterday, if, is there a possibility for the people who were censored uh, a possibility of redemption or a bit, an ability to come back? Is that something also possible on Gap?
1: That is actually in our terms of service, where we say if you take this to a competent court and you believe that this was protected by the First Amendment, then we will reinstate you. And I think we're that's unique. I don't think we're the only ones that, yeah. that have that. What if someone gets banned with an account for violence? It, and then they spin up a new account. I mean, it's really difficult for us to know that it's going to be them. But uh, honestly, if they are, as long as they're going to learn their lesson and and not you know do whatever they did again, I'm okay with them starting fresh. I don't think that's a problem. I, I, Ian talks about this. I think it's a good idea too. He says, ban the account, not the person. Correct. No. So when we're moderating too, you know, our moderation focuses on the individual post. I think it's absurd that we you know ban an entire account for one post. And a lot of times, people have a bad day right and and they they posted something that maybe they shouldn't have they were threatening someone or something, and they're they're taking their rage out on somebody on the internet, but right. It- is it is it surprising at
0: all that these uh, authoritarian, despotic big tech companies would give you a life sentence for
1: one infraction? You know? Right, and, and and no appeal, and right. no redemption. And you know, as a Christian, that is that is a whole part of Christianity is redemption, right? Um, and and that is something that I I definitely believe in. And I think that you know when we're moderating again, it's it's at the individual post level, you know. And and also, are we seeing a behavior, right? So if someone has been doing this now, if they've been making threats of violence, inciting violence for you know six months, well, at a certain point, we have to take a additional steps right and even then we we give them the benefit of the doubt we try to talk with them we give them warnings and stuff but at a certain point if they're sitting there and they're you know threatening people all day long and and they've been warned you know a dozen times at, for months over a period of months at a certain time we we have to take additional action right to make a, a point known otherwise you know you know they're going to run they're gonna run wild. and, My, and keep mine, doing mine, it. I got mines as kind of policy and um it's it's similar. It doesn't outline it the
0: same way that you guys do, but it's very similar. Uh it has to be to get banned, it has to be illegal content. Um, malware, token manipulation, impersonation. I definitely think mines needs to clarify what impersonation is because parody is allowed. Right. Yes. But for the most part, this is interesting too. Uh Mines has two different categories for strikes. One is if you're posting gore or porn. You have to flag it as not safe for work by yourself. Otherwise, your whole channel will be flagged permanently as not safe for work. Yeah, I did that. I think that was one of my ideas. That's a good idea. That was that was a group of us came up with that idea. Yeah. And, and then, then uh, harassment and spam, you'll get banned for. But that specifically says spam is repeated, unwanted, and or unsolicited actions, automated or manual, negatively impacting groups. Spam is spam. We get that. Uh, mine says pretty lax rules for the most part. But the, 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 the interesting thing is the jury system... And then they show you actions taken. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's got a lot of potential. No
1: hate? You, did you control F hate? Let's see say about hate speech. Absolutely. I hate that word. That's why Whoa. I think I cut that cut it out nice. of there. Yeah. The
0: word hate does not appear on my. What, what I don't policy. like is the ability to ban anyone at any time. That every lawyer is like, you got to put that in there. Just yeah. do it. And like, no. But it's like, do I do can't you, say guys? no, it wasn't my company. Well, do you guys say, say that you reserve the right to ban uh, anyone at sure any time? I'm not sure if we
1: have that in there or not. I don't like, know. I don't know what you would. We look will for. ban this,
0: but not limited to. And then it gives you a list. You're like, what does that mean? Not limited to. Does that mean you can ban anything? Right. Well, legally, yes. I don't know. I'd have to read through it all the way through. Most companies just include it because you could be sued if you don't. Right. And right. you could, and and it could be a ridiculous claim. Right. But maybe it's the right thing to do. To be like, as you enter into this contract, to produ- contract to produce po- uh, content on this platform you know we as a company as you know company recognize it'll be generating revenue for us through the work you do and thus you have certain rights on the platform i think that the network should be able to ban anyone at any time personally but that that's why i'm into the federated process and decentralization of content and and and, um i guess you would call it like uh, services decentralized services so like no centralized login the data is not held on one server where the king can shut it all down tomorrow um but I do, but I think the king should be able to shut his server down, his, his node, and block out anyone from his node. I just, that's why I, I'm aiming towards, like, individual liberty on a decentralized mass scale, kinda of like the United States where you have sovereignty of your household.
1: So we kind of do that with groups right now, right? So they have full control over who gets to join the group, who gets to post in the group, what's allowed in the group. We don't control any of that. They set the rules. If they run a cats group, which there is a cats group on, on Gab and someone is posting dogs in there, <laughs> right?
0: How dare they? Yeah,
1: the ultimate sin. <laughs> you know, well obviously they're going to remove that and they're probably going to kick that person from the group, but it doesn't mean that the person is kicked off of Gab. They're just going to have to go post in, you know, the dog group. I would do that.
2: I, I don't, I'm not, I don't like cats, but, uh, just, uh, another thing is, that I really wanted to ask you, are you guys making any moves to prevent an echo chamber on your platform? Because some people are saying it's only this particular viewpoint on your platform that dominates. Are there any efforts by you guys to try to reach out to other people to bring them on to kind of broaden the perspective and conversation?
1: Well, this is happening naturally right now. And actually, there have been academic studies on this that show that Gab is not an echo chamber specifically because we are not censoring based on arbitrary political viewpoints. We have a chronological feed, and we allow people to shape and Create their own experience, so they're exposed to a lot of different things that um, you know they might not see in other platforms. Um, you know what we're also seeing is this, th- as I said, this is happening naturally. So you know, people who are you know not wanting to get vaccinated, right, are, are coming over to Gab. We're seeing medical doctors and stuff, and it's it's not even political at all. By the way, we have tens of thousands of groups that have nothing to do with politics. You know, there's people that come on Gab to post about classic cars, which is one of my favorite groups. There's people that come on Gab to talk about arts and crafts, and and. Homeschooling and and uh, faith and all these different topics that are are talked about and 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 these niche communities that are are forming through our group system. So you know, there's anything but an echo chamber. The experience is what you make of it. If you want to create an echo chamber uh, on Gab with your account, you can do that. But if you want to you know be exposed to a lot of different ideas, you can also do that too. So we want to leave it in your hands. I got to know about this center.
0: <laughs> I want to touch on Dissenter. It's a browser that you sure. guys built, and it's uh, a, it's a fork of the Brave browser. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, basically, what I got from it, I've only used it once, and I remember I went to a website, and I, I believe it was made so that you could comment on websites, maybe that you were banned from. Right. So, like, if Nick Fuentes or anybody wanted to go to Twitter right. but, and comment on the Twitter post, they could comment in the Decenter browser. That, so anyone that's, else is amazing. at Yeah. Awesome. So this is,
1: this is Gab Trends, which you have right here. So anybody can go to trends.gab.com, enter in any URL of any news article and leave a comment on it. And the, the, the news article, uh, the, the news outlet can do nothing to stop you. Yeah. Is, <laughs> is, this the center? is that the center? <laughs> that is part of Decenter. Yes. Yeah. So the, the browser itself has this baked in as an extension. And unfortunately, we've had to depreciate Decenter because we didn't have the resources of their time to upkeep it but I think we're gonna bring it back in the future I think', I it's think the that's the future, a great man. idea it yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah.
0: even with Fediverse software if that could be our main browser function to be
1: able to comment on other places you go it's epic it's like putting an entire layer on top of the internet that yeah. the other sites yeah. can't do anything well, why,
0: about why couldn't you guys maintain it whatever well it's
1: it's maintaining a browser is a lot of work yeah <laughs> it's a lot of work but what about, what have... about
0: what about just the extension
1: uh the extension yeah so it, it, it lives now through, well the extension the problem with the extension is the extension got banned just like everything else from the extension app stores so on Google Your and browser. Firefox so that's why we needed our own browser in the first place wow. and the browser is very difficult to maintain so this concept this idea lives on on gap Trends. is it proprietary I couldn't find the code uh this is yeah the the I, no I think we open source the extensions if, you would if open, I remember if yeah if you could open it we'll, we'll start working on it really yeah uh the uh, the browser I believe is open I think we have a repo for that yeah the extension i think is as well but trends isn't this is this is proprietary yeah.
2: i remember a few years ago media organizations used to have comments on almost every single news story and you were able to get in there get people's perspective gets get people's thoughts and then slowly and surely every media organization has stopped it yep Dead and, and, internet theory, bro. Yeah, and, and then everybody moved to the, to, you know, Twitter and everything else and they shut that down. <laughs> yeah, And it was so disappointing and slowly and surely now we're in this kind of place where they only have the algorithm of what they want you to see. Correct. So I appreciate, you know, the effort to fight against everyone stopping you, everyone standing in your way. And I think uh, we definitely need more of things like the center what? where voices of people could still come back.
0: What do you think people watching would do if they realized we were all AI generated? You know, th- th- there's no real show here. It's just like some fat guy in probably. a room with a computer. I'm a real,
1: I'm a real human being. Six <laughs> percent of them would keep watching and not even bad an eye. Yeah, I they'd would, be like, "Well, would, whatever,
0: it's fun." I believe guess. everything at face value. No, we're
1: real human beings. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh-huh. I think Although so. Although Ian, Ian would no, probably be, no, I'm a crystal. That's, that's what I makes us different. <laughs> Sure. That's what makes us different than, you know, the regime is you know, their vision is for transhumanism. So they want to ascend humanity, they want to ascend beyond humanity and become gods. And they want the rest of us plugged into the metaverse where they control and dominate us for all eternity. That is their vision vision for the future. When when are you gonna make your own metaverse?
0: I, You're building I everything else.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't know how I feel about the metaverse. You know, I, I I wrote a blog post about this, and you know, from the Christian point of view, and I, I feel like we're going to need Christian missionaries to go into the metaverse to pull <laughs> to pull people out back to reality, right? Yeah, it's digital mm-hmm.
2: heroin dens. Yes, you should, literally. You should,
1: you should make a, a a virtual world app where
0: it's like the the Gab metaverse, and everyone's a frog person. <laughs> And just be like, this is our version of reality, you know. You if we could layer more. dissenter into the metaverse experience, you could have like a meta Whoa. layer. Of resistance, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, so the, the challenge is, you know, they, they, they nuke you, they ban you, but when people are in that metaverse, there's a reason why they got rid of comments, there's a reason why dissenter was so dangerous. Right. If you could get a message layer to people who are in the system that gives them a, it's like a communication, it's like in the Matrix when they call the operator in the ship. That's right. what it would be like. Someone on the outside telling you what's going on.
1: Right, right. Just can't
0: allow that, man. Yeah, I think it's they just. Time want, for I got to be, be honest. There's something exciting about the metaverse happening. It's a form cause then of we can, enslavement. We can be like in the Matrix, and we can be, you know, the heroes fighting to, put, to free people. Which I guess we're kind of doing. I, already. I like the idea of being able to do like 80 calculations at once and like play 90 games at once because it's going to help us evolve the way our minds think when we're controlling computers with our brains without the finger interface. That's Ian, cool. The, the computer is going to be controlling you, right? <laughs> is so it that's already? That's it might good. already yeah. be controlling me. Too. I'm here on a TV
1: show. You know, it's like controlling me to be here. Yep. Yeah, we could
0: be, we could be controlled by the AI and all that
1: stuff already and not even realize it. We are. No, we are. Through, through the, through the feeds. That's what they're doing. And Facebook has admitted to this, by the way. They've admitted, admitted to socially engineering the user base.
2: absolutely. We talk about this on the show all the time. Yeah, yeah, this
1: is happening right now. You open up your Facebook and you scroll your feed and you are being socially engineered. Whether you realize it or not. Dude. Oh, even the frequency that the, that the TV is blaring at you. Correct. That's gotta be brainwashing. And
2: the hurts of music as well.
1: The reason they, that, what do you, what do you think they call it? TV programming, yep. they are programming your mind. It's the same thing happening with the feeds as well. Well, that's not
2: why they.
0: I, I like the meme, but it is. But it's it's called that because it was like a, a program. Like I don't I don't know my TV history. It, yeah, yeah. TV history was basically just like the program didn't mean like they were programming like a computer because right. you know computers weren't prominent enough. It was literally just like the list of shows they had. It fits Before they, that they had telegrams. But it does fit. It does, they would send you a telegram. Then they had a. a program. The word's probably been around longer.
2: So so, so if I could ask you, just getting back on course here, what's stopping you guys from growing and expanding? Where do you guys want to go and what's standing in your way from achieving that?
1: So, you know, I think our mission right now is to protect and preserve free speech on the internet and to survive. That's it. Survive and thrive. Gab is inevitable. As long as we can continue to exist, it's inevitable that people will, you know, go to these other platforms and find out the hard way that it's not what it's you know being sold out to be and then they inevitably come over to gab so we see things like getter pop up like when parlor popped up we saw a, a huge amount of growth and then they got taken out because they're hosted on amazon servers and they're dependent on app stores and that is when we got a huge surge the same thing is going to happen with all these other guys they think that if they ban hate speech and they bend the knee and they ban political dissonance like nick fuentes that you know apple and google are going to be benevolent to them and they're going to let them exist but what they don't realize is that they're They're built on Silicon Valley infrastructure and trying to take on Silicon Valley, okay? You cannot take on Silicon Valley built on Silicon Valley infrastructure. It is a matter of time. The second that Getter or Truth Social or whoever it is gets big enough, they're going to pull the rug out. And their excuse could be whatever. It could be medical misinformation. It could be election misinformation. It could be protecting our democracy, right? Take your pick. They can ban you for no reason because Bezos wakes up and decides, I don't want to host parlor anymore. One click, goodbye. That's what happens in a parlor. That's what happened to us, and that's why we built our own Did, infrastructure. Didn't they go for your domain? Everything. Yes. Domain GoDaddy banned us. Yes. And wow. thanks to epic.com, epik.com, who is our domain registrar, the Free Speech Domain Registrar, that is what allows us to to have a domain registrar.
0: There was a there are these really angry people, they're mad that Dan Bongino uses all like, I guess what you would call right-wing infrastructure, which is a weird weird way to frame it. Let's just call it resistance uh, uh mass formation rebellion infrastructure. And they can't shut him down. Because they contact their friends in Silicon Valley and they just say, sorry, they're not using our infrastructure.
1: Hmm. What? Hot, well, it's I mean as far as I know, as Rumble and, and some of these
0: other things. Are you talking about his show? Is that something some, I was reading that there was a complaint from one of these left wing publications that because he uses, you know, infrastructure outside of Silicon Valley, they can't get him
1: banned. That's that's the only way to do it. That's the only way to do it. I mean, you cannot be built on this infrastructure and then go out there and say, we're going to take down Jason Moore. We're going to go out there and take down big tech. And meanwhile, our servers are uh, hosted by Amazon guys. I think of it as a blob, like the big tech is a blob. And then if you're trying to build a blob to counteract the blob,
0: the blob will consume you and become Correct. a
1: larger blob. Right. Got to get out of that proprietary. The second that you become a threat to their hegemony, they will take you out with one click. And it's over. So to the content creators out there who are saying, well, why should I join Getter or why should I join Gab? It's real simple. You're know, you investing in a big tech owned and controlled infrastructure, or are you investing in an infrastructure that is wholly owned by Gab, Gab that is attacked and deplatformed more than any of these other players in the space and has not only survived it, but has thrived through it and has become more resilient, the most resilient platform on the internet today to defend free speech period has parallel economies man. has Tim talked to you about the charity we started called no, no. open network foundation we're building like a fediverse package that's able to
0: be federated I'm, I'm fascinated with federating networks yes and what I'd like to do is basically you download an application you you run it you install it and then you can start uploading videos to a server of your choice rumble a personal server you well the, 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 the idea is people, yeah a monthly so that fee, someone but, could have their own version of patreon facebook or whatever right right so you get your own server space You download the package. We're going to make it. We're going to give it away for free. You install it. You tell people, Hey, go to my website. It's, you know, timcast.com. And when they go there, they see a social media feed. It's connected to the network of all the other websites that use that service, but it's all hosted by you. That means you got to pay for it, but you also have the option to plug in and have people pay memberships, just like any other uh, subscription service. And then if I go on Ian's website, I can go to the search and I can type in like, you know, I'm looking for a person and I can find my website and you can right. follow it. yes yeah, so it's federated. Right. So, so, like, so TimCast so Gab and then I can go to view his gab feed on my application and you can still get the, log the views and the activity. Right. You're making me think read only is the way to go because I don't want to get hit with spam comments. Yes, yes. Um maybe there's a there's a way to
1: do like an amalgamated read only with some limited outgoing function from that. But it could just be a read-only package at that point. Right, right. So first of all, I love that you guys are building, right? (laughs) You're not just complaining about the problem. You're you're out there building, which is what I've been doing for five and a half years. Um, And I I think this is speaking to something that I've also been talking about, which is the balkanization of social media and the fragmentation of social media. So we saw the consolidation where Facebook's buying up Instagram and WhatsApp and all the players in the space. That is over. There is no more there's nothing more to consolidate. So now it's fragmenting and it's balkanizing into communities that share values and our little community on the internet is going to be the community that defends First Amendment protected speech at all costs. You know, I would say I think it is still what was the word you used, balkanizing, and then the other word of it coming together, like balk- fragmentation, yeah, or oh, consolidation. Consolidation. Yeah. It, Microsoft bought Blizzard right. a couple of days ago, yeah, sixty-eight that's crazy. billion dollars, the billion? largest yep. billion dollars, sixty-eight crazy. billion, sixty-eight point
0: seven, the largest corporate cons- consummation I've ever seen in my life that wow. I know of, like, like. Uh, entertainment corporate consolidation. So I think they're going to start going after the movie industry. They're Mm going to buy Paramount. They're going to buy... Microsoft might end up doing it and try and consolidate all the video game in industry and all the movie industry and then create the metaverse of the movie, TV, video game experience where you're the main character. And
1: yeah, it's a different see, movie every time you play. You see Facebook going all in on this. You see Microsoft going all in on this. You see Disney is also going all in on the metaverse. Um, I want no part of it. I want to live in the real world. I want to empower people. What, what we're building is about empowering people to speak freely and to get access to information that they can't get anywhere else. And after that, I want them to go out and live their lives with their families. I don't care if they're sitting on my website all day I don't want them sitting on my website all day I want to empower them to speak their mind freely to other people and to communicate with other people and to get access to information that's my mission
0: it's going to be tw- the year 2273 a hovercraft is going to pull a guy out of a matrix pod and he's going to be like why do my eyes hurt and then you know someone's going to go because you've never used them and then they're going to go in the ship and they're be going to go through the tunnels and then the door is going to open up and there's going to be these crazy underground buildings and then he's going to be the guy's going to be like where are we this is Gab the last free city on earth. You know who the person is. They're going to pull out of the pod. It's well, you. It's,
1: you know it's funny Not me. It's I'll be you, dead. Tim. You're still alive because they kept you alive in that pod for two hundred years. It's like Neo in the Matrix. I will not live in the pod. And it's funny you bring up gab cities because this is a concept I just talked about. Um, you know, I, I think that this is a very real possibility that we could see gabbers start to form their own cities. You know, maybe what's stopping a gabber from buying some land out in Montana or Wyoming and creating a gab city? We're actually, we're, well, we're starting with Freedomistan. Have you heard of it? That's no. no it's, it's actually just a
0: very big acreage property we're going to be building on. We're going to be putting the show there, but we're going to be expanding and setting up a bunch of different stuff there. But one of the things we discussed was setting up, uh, production facilities in an old, kind of dying town in west virginia where they have they'll have like 15 buildings in a small area that used to be a small town and people are moving out the buildings are falling apart so we come in we buy one we fix one up and we expand and eventually it's like a city of people who share values and are sure.
1: working towards these similar goals right so it would be like a production city mm-hmm. it would be
0: like a podcast
1: town you can create an entire parallel economy in that town i mean yeah. this, is, this is a concept that i've been talking about for We make luke bucks oh yeah made of gold foil <laughs> nice you can eat them. You Luke, look, run, Luke, bullets. No, Ian. Ian, Ian <laughs> I, want, I want edible currency.
0: Ian ends up creating his own Federal Reserve. Yeah, his own local freedomistan Reserve and controls all currency, and he's rich. Well, it would be like in an account that I wouldn't have access to, and it would just slowly give out tokens to people that utilize the system, kind of like a reward
2: setup. Right. Maybe right. that's a that's a that's a very early way to look at it. You have to barter and buy everything with bullets. That's sounds. <laughs> oh, <old
0: yeah>. <laughs> that should be the currency. We, in we, fallout, actually, by we, the way. we we talked about we were talking about that as a joke, that like. A guy walks into the store and he's like, you know, I'll get a roast beef on uh, rye with Swiss. Uh okay, that'll be uh one fifty BMG and two seven sixty twos.
2: Uh do you have change for two fifty BMG? Yeah we do in the some nine millimeter. <laughs> we should literally <laughs> do that. I have I have one more question that I'm really curious about. You only get to pick one, Ron Paul, Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump. Ron Paul. Okay. Wow, that's uh <laughs> yeah. That's uh, I love yeah, you, Ron. but come on, man. Nobody nobody If I only had to pick one. Yeah.
0: Ron Paul is is of course like there's no question. Well, you you never know. You know
2: some people have a different. Well, yeah, to... I mean
0: you know you get the Trump people and they're like Trump of course I'm exactly. Like... What, what did Ron Paul say on his way out that they were psychopathic authoritarian something? That was like a den of vipers. His last speech was <laughs> absolutely
2: brilliant on the House floor and Man. should definitely be watched. Uh, they called him Doctor No, and he absolutely did. Uh, a lot of not governing which was awesome we you gotta know, get
0: Ron on Rogan and get him hooked up with these doctors to get the life extension like David Sinclair at a Harvard I want Ron to be around for their kids. I don't think Ron would want to do that Ron do it you gotta make the sacrifice it's not about what you want he takes some <laughs> NAD he looks 10 years younger yeah, so, so look I, I, I like Rand Paul he's cool too but how come Rand isn't as, as cool as Ron Paul, dude? Ron you know? Paul,
1: it's Ron Paul. I mean, I how know, do you, why? Why, why the is father it? of our nation? I, I mean, don't know. How to l- listen, anybody that wants to say end the Fed or audit the Fed is going to get my vote, right? <laughs> Does Rand advocate for that stuff? I'm not sure.
2: He, he does for the audit. He, yeah. he proposed a couple bills in the Senate saying we need to audit the Federal Reserve. Uh, Bernie Sanders supported it initially and then dropped off last minute. There was a chance that it was going to pass in the House, um, and in, in the Senate. And then last minute, like major players just fell out.
0: Man, that's sad. Yeah. I, I like Rand Paul, man. He stands up for what he believes and he pushes back. You know, we're, we're lucky to have him. Ron was a legend though. Uh, it's, it's too bad Bernie caved. You know, he was supposed to be the populist insurgent for the left, and he didn't do it. He like got halfway there and was like, "I guess I'll just lick Hillary's boots," <laughs> and then he did. So weird. He yeah, it was very weird. Where the the bird landed on his podium, <laughs> and like that's not a coincidence. That's magnetic, man. Birds are attuned to magnetic. They felt his energy. He should have been president. I I was so into that. Why did he cave? I obviously it's conspiracy t- town now, but like, you think he got threatened? No, I think he got a million dollars from his book. I think you know when he started his campaign, it, he wasn't expecting it to, to get as big as it did. He started making money. And I tell you this, people, some people, when they make money, they start – they get that whisper in their ear from that devil on their shoulder saying, you deserve it. It's yours. These people are too stupid. They don't deserve it. And Bernie's like, yeah, you're right. I fucked my whole life for this. I deserve four houses. Or how many houses does he have? He has three houses. <laughs> Let's find out. I, I, my, my opinion of him is that as he started getting more and more famous –
1: he started getting people whispering in his ears, uh, and he well, was like, I've, I've dealt with this. Yeah. yeah. No, I've dealt with this. I've, I've had people come to me with large sums of money, large offers. What they found out is that I'm not doing this for money. It's not about money. I can't be bought, number Makes- one. Then they tried to use fear. And what they found out is that I only fear God. I don't fear them. And yeah. now, at this point, you know, their only thing left at this point is to, to continue with the smears or to just pretend I don't exist. Right. So th- that's why you're not going to see me on, you know, Fox News or any of the major players, um, is because they don't want to give me the airtime to, to speak my mind and to talk about these things. When
0: you say you're not doing it for the
1: money, I believe you, dude. And it's not about you. I can't trust you. I believe you because you freed the
0: software code of Gab. Right. Right. Ian, he finally got what he wanted. A, a tech CEO was like, I
1: freed the code, Ian. It was mind blowing. Tim was telling me that you guys started using the Mastodon code in like February of 2020 or something. It was just It was July 2019. Yeah. That was such a good move. It was a big move. It's bigger it, than it's, us. It was a hard move, man. It was a, it was definitely a hard move, um, and you know it's something that you know Facebook. Can you see Facebook's code? That'd no, be so awesome, right? Like, come on, you, you, you have see, no idea they, how their, their algorithms work. There's probably like oh, really, there's probably some real good stuff in there. Yeah,
0: people don't realize they think it's really simple. Like a, a a a box appears and says, "Here's a picture of a dog." It could actually have things in it like person IQ level deemed seventy moron. Feed them trash, and you'd be like, "That's what they're saying about me." Yeah, you have, they were experimenting on people.
1: Well, this is the thing that I don't like about, you know, Getter and stuff too, is if you look at their code, if you look at, you know, the website, they actually have Facebook and Google pixels that are tracking you. So you're literally, you know, you think you're, oh, I'm leaving Facebook, I'm going over to this alternative, and like, you're still being tracked by Facebook over there. Yeah, if you have uh, Google ads on your website, you're getting tracked by Google, all your users are getting tracked by Google. Do you know how hard it was for us to build and maintain Gab without using things like Google Analytics, because we didn't want our users tracked by Google. So we had to build all of that stuff. And, and they make this stuff free on purpose so they can get the data. We didn't want to give Google or Facebook or any. We didn't care if it was free. We didn't care if it made our lives easier. We didn't care if it made our road harder. And we had to go build our own Google Analytics and all this stuff. We did it. And we're. you can actually verify this yourself and, and no, go and look. No, hold, hold on a minute. Um, Facebook knows when you poop. And that's a very important bit of data for their for their operation. So you're saying that Gap doesn't know when its users are going to the bathroom? We track the least amount of data possible. So we require like an email to sign up. You can actually look at this. If you have ad blockers and stuff, you'll see there's, there's nothing on the site, right? So we don't care about that stuff. What we care is about empowering people to speak freely. We don't care about tracking their every click and every move. Well, how about we go to Super Chats, my friends? If you have not already, get those Super Chat questions in.
0: Smash the like button. Subscribe to the channel. Share this show with all of your friends. It really helps because we don't, we don't have a marketing budget. We just rely on word of mouth. But don't forget, go to TimCast.com. Become a member. And at around 11 or so p.m., we will have a members-only, uncensored, not family-friendly version of the show available for all of you. So let's read what people have to say. The first one we have is, thank God for Gab. And there is a fist and a smiley face. Well, all right, there you go. Then we got uh, a nice $100 super chat. Appreciate that. So people are, are really getting uh, uh, excited. Shout out to Mastodon, too, for laying the groundwork.
1: With absolutely. That. As much yeah, as the, as much as much they're not happy.
0: No, they, they hate us, yeah. yeah. But
1: <laughs> that's what open source code is about. Well, right? Wasn't it
0: weird, though? I remember the point of open source code was to empower everyone. And then right. when they actually empowered you, they're like, no, wait, not you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's the weirdest thing for me because you know I used to hang out in the hacker community ba- way back then, especially during Occupy. And all of those people were like, everyone should have the ability to speak. And then, and they, they were all about free speech for everyone. All of a sudden these same people are now like, no, we've changed our mind. We don't want free speech, but we're going to make free speech software. What happened to you dudes? People lost their minds. There, there are a bunch of, I'll tell you this, man. They were all lefty, a bunch of my ha- hacker friends, lefties, you know, with anonymous and these other groups that were fighting and protesting. And then in, uh, you know, 2017, 2018, 2019, with all the Trump stuff happening, I see a lot of people just towing the line, but a few people I know who are still lefty were just like overtly screw them. I'm not changing my positions and now they're being called right wing. It's the, it's, but it's obviously happens to all of us. All right. RWS says, thank you for guests without handlers. All right. There you go. Greg Herbold says, Tim, I have a seven-year-old godson that can't stop talking about skateboarding. Do you have a suggestion for a brand that would be a good starter board for him? Love the work. All of you guys do starter board uh i don't know i ride eight and a half by 32 and i like using uh anti is my favorite brand but f- I-, I don't know if they still have the termite boards that you know for a seven-year-old they're a lot smaller but maybe maybe he's just gonna have to start riding a regular board i i, I guess if you're not gonna go with any like smaller size boards you can try and find a 7.5 i like anti-hero i don't know if Antihero makes 7.5 because they're like pool boards but uh that are real uh, r-e-a-l skateboards that's the name of the company those are my favorites oh it looks like bernie has three houses i was an element guy myself element yeah element's pretty good actually surprisingly a lot of people thought it was corporate but they're pretty good my issue was that i was broken i found them to be brittle yeah I, so i only had a couple and i did a kickflip off a gap and cracked it and and i man never done me wrong but I, I ride big boards for someone who doesn't skate vert it's kind of funny or for or transition for the most part Alright, let's see what we got. Uh, let's try and find some good questions, because there's a lot of ones that are, you know, kind of dumb. As, as, it, as it can be. I have a question. Free Men Die Free says, it isn't right versus left, it's libertarian versus authoritarian. The truth is a libertarian bias. Free markets, private property, individual liberty. Yes, because in order to maintain authoritarian systems, you have to lie to people. So that's really what it is. The people who believe the truth are people who are free, and the people who believe the lies are, are being enslaved. I would say it's not even authoritarian versus libertarian. It's more that authoritarians and libertarians are living together and we have to figure out how to live together. That mind those mindsets exist and they will always exist. It's two sides of a coin. You know, All right. Man. Chris Keeper says, Andrew, I'm a software engineer. Are you hiring? Do you accept free labor? How can I help? I love what you are doing. Tim, keep up the fantastic
1: work. Thanks. Uh, we're not hiring at the moment. We just hired a bunch of people, but I'm sure we'll be hiring later this year. So reach out to me on Gab. Can people work on the source code from the distance? Uh, they can, but uh, we don't make that easy right now just because it complicates and distracts our processes. So um, we don't really do that too much, but um, it is possible. I mean, they could download the source and play around with it. Sure. All right. Micah says,
0: have you read the book Confessions of an Economic Hitman? It details modern American imperialism
2: through uh, issuance of loans written by John Perkins. Amazing book. I read that book in high school, and it totally gave me perspective how the intelligence agencies work behind the scenes for the greater benefit of the corporations that truly do run things behind the scenes. Dingus asks a question about adult content. I do feel like we, we we
0: answered it, but maybe we'll just go through it just to honor the question. He says, my question for Mr. Torba, why does he have the same position on porn as the Australian government? Porn in Australia is illegal and must be viewed on international
1: servers. If it doesn't qualify as expression, can or should it be banned by governments? So I don't think he'll ever be able to fully ban porn, but I believe that we should have some sort of check and balance to prevent 10-year-old kids from accessing this stuff. I don't think that's unreasonable. I agree. 10-year-old kids can't walk into a porn shop in real life, but they can open up their device. And you know, a lot of people say, well, but push it off to the parents. It's the parents' fault. They should be doing better parenting. I mean, most of the time, those people aren't parents, right? And they don't understand the reality of parenting. The reality of parenting is that every single one of your kids' friends has these on them 24-7 and can instantly, in a click, get access to this stuff. And I don't think that's okay. And it destroys
2: their minds. And it does. It destroys their future and destroys their potential to and have their relationships. Soul. And Correct. It's absolutely, one of the most destructive things out there in society. But it's
0: only—it's the bad porn, and I know it's no. no, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm serious. No. It's the bad sex porn. All sex let's, is let's not dangerous. Let's, let's not get into all. We'll that go stuff. down a rabbit hole. And with kids that. need yeah. sex. Uh, yeah, 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 we'll yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. You want to talk about the <laughs> that? You Tim. want to get not family friendly? We 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 try to keep it family friendly. Yeah. So that's why I like to say adult content, but to, I don't want you getting into details. I'm a hairy beast. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I'm
1: the wild animal. I'm looking at a gorilla. But
0: but. Policy wise, instead of getting into details on what kids should be watching specifically in terms of what that is, uh, I'm all, I'm all about people's right to watch and, and do all this stuff, but we have regulations. I'm not, I'm not an anarchist. I am, I am, I lean very libertarian, but when it comes to kids, I get a little more like, hey, come on, let's have some rules. Let's like, if, if you want, if you want to buy booze or something, we don't sell those to kids. You don't sell drugs to kids. Adult content shouldn't be, sell, shouldn't be available to kids. It feels the like the reason. whole sending your kids off to learn is a new thing
1: like the hundred couple hundred fifty years old you send them to public school and then they come back and they're an adult like it was the parents' job to teach the kid for millennia for and we're seeing a transition back to that now, yeah homeschooling is big time on the rise and and for good yes. reason all right we got Elliot Harris
0: says you should have Matt Walsh and vosh on. They reacted to each other's videos and vosh said Matt would be interesting to talk to yeah i would I would love to host that. One of the challenges is that vosh is one of the only people on the left willing to come on and have debates. And so we've had him on – how many times? We've, we, twice, right? Twice, yeah. Once, and then he, he was on with uh, Kirk. debating Charlie Kerr. Oh, yeah. And so whenever we have someone who's interested, you know, we, we've reached out to many people on the left, and they're always like, no, no, no. One person said yes, but then canceled on us. What about Jimmy Dore and Matt Walsh? Do they know each other? I don't know. They'd have some – a it, lot they of crossover there. It, it is – they probably agree on a lot. Yeah. Uh, disagree on, on, on a lot of policy stuff. But the challenge for a lot of people is if they do their own show already, asking them to not do their show to come here is, right. is a lot. It's a lot. Plus, you know, Jimmy's in, on the west coast, I believe. But I would love to have Jimmy on. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Jimmy's fantastic. He's, he's, he's what an actual populist on the left looks like and, and talks about. And then when you watch his show, it's funny. They call him right wing and they smear him. And it's like, maybe people who don't like authoritarianism, whether they're right or left, agree with each other and you're the bad guys. Yep. You know what I mean? So, so it's like Jimmy can have policies on healthcare I don't agree with, but we we all completely agree on the authoritarianism yeah, being awful. Left-right libertarians have a lot in common. Liberty, real ones is, at least, yeah. which are few and far. The, the left libertarian is hard to find, man. All right, let's grab some more. Let's see. Terry Hendricks says, if Truth Social is federated with the rest of the Fediverse, then will Gab also enable federation again? By the way, everyone should run for their own Fediverse server. Uh, run their own Fediverse
1: server. I don't think the Truth Social will federate for the same reason that we had to turn it off is because it does not scale, at least in its current implementation. Uh, I'd be very surprised if they did that. If they did, I mean, it would be very interesting if we can figure out a way to make federation work at scale. But just from a technical standpoint, we are the only ones on the planet who have dealt with it at this level of scale. It just doesn't scale. This is interesting. Uh, White Student Transmission says, has Gab considered chartering a credit union? So we have looked into things like buying a bank and things like that, but what it does is it opens you up to more government regulatory regulatory issues and, and agencies, you know, staring down your back, right? So I'd rather partner with the bank uh yep. than buy one at this point. But a credit union is a very interesting idea. I think we have a lot of gabbers who have brought this up and it's certainly interesting. It's just not on our roadmap right now. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, you may have just
0: killed getter. How does it feel? uh not good to be completely honest i might i might not agree with you know the positions taken by their ceo i may have you know called out things i thought were 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 bad but i look at it like this if on the scale of free speech it's negative 10 and positive 10 positive 10 is free speech well gab is clearly at 9 or 10 then you have twitter which is like negative 7 they allow you to say a lot of things but they control most of what you say actually maybe negative seven's a little harsh Twitter does allow you to say a lot of things, but they still will ban you. So they're definitely in the negative category where they're controlling your speech. You're not in the free speech area. Getter is like, what, negative one or zero. They're, they're still in that space, but it's better than Twitter. And so my view is if we've gained even two points on the scale from Getter, that's a good thing. You want to solidify that position. And then in the coming months, move again. One, one step at a time. It's it's you're, you're never going to convince an entire system, an economy or the internet... To jump from negative seven to free speech completely, it's just too big a leap to 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 make that societal change. So, taking any victory you can would be a good thing. If Getter is saying we're going to allow people to speak the same as they could on Twitter, but we won't editorialize, I'm like better than Twitter. Would it? We, we, would we be better off using Getter? Aren't they yeah.
1: editorializing by you know banning people like Fuentes?
0: For sure. I'm just saying if they're one point better, right. then everyone should go to Getter. It's better than Twitter. In reality, everybody should probably go to Gab. If you can, you guys handle that, you know, three million. Bring it on. So I, I actually, you know, it, it, it it doesn't feel good. A lot of people are saying like, oh, you know, look, Getter was made to look bad. And it's like someone, someone commented saying, don't confuse perfect with good. You know, what Getter is doing is better than Twitter and we should be happy with that victory and keep striving to push further and move, move on.
1: But it's still built on the infrastructure. So it doesn't change the premise. If people are trying to escape big tech big tech tyranny and they're going to a platform that is hosted by big tech and dependent on big tech infrastructure and dependent on big tech app stores and have a terms of service that is exactly like big tech then what's the difference and to be to be honest you know the the big question was why not
0: just use gab right or mines for that matter to be honest because because mines auto posts all my stuff like when i tweet mines picks it up instantly and so it's just like I have my presence there. The same, it, it makes it a lot easier, mm-hmm. a lot easier for me. I can get up to about five social networks. But more than that, I start to get like, oh, what am I even going to put? Because I don't like posting the same thing on different networks. I try right. to be unique on each network. Like mine's is my crazy, you know. Man, I, I feel bad because a lot of people are, are ragging on uh, getter, you know. You brought up why did they ban Nick. It, it was a genuine conversation. I think it had to happen. And it, sh- it all you did, if anything, was shine a flashlight on something. So I I I don't feel good about it if they if they the code's private they can be doing all sorts of stuff to you and you don't know. Someone super chatted that uh they were shocked at how unprepared Getter was for the for the sit down. And I don't know if you agree Luke, what you, what your thoughts well, are.
2: Well, we were getting into it, you know, before the show started and I kind of asked them, you know, let's talk about uh Nick, you know, And we were like, this is an important conversation. Let's save it for the show. And and I thought it was an important conversation. It's... It's, and I, I think we need to have more of these conversations and I, it's it's the only way to bring forward the true reality of the situation it's
0: tough for a ceo to speak for a company if they're not the founder and creator of the company like he he got hired by the company to do the job so he wasn't there since the beginning he didn't he wasn't the guy that decided on the mission statement of what the company's going to be so like you can represent gab a lot easier cuz you created the thing right absolutely and, and same with bill with mines and jack with twitter here's a here's one from Sevi Rose, they say that's a lie. Torba Gab
1: has never been larger than the Fediverse. Uh, yes, it is absolutely. In terms of posts, in terms of number of users, absolutely by, well, by I, orders I, of magnitude. But what does it mean by the Fediverse? Because I guess technically, if you're in the Fediverse, the Fediverse would always by default be bigger than one node. You know what I mean? Right. Do they mean Mastodon? I guess yeah, the Mastodon nodes. Yeah, if you if you take all the users across all of the different Mastodon, so you nodes, were the biggest. The, we were the biggest. Yeah, so yeah. we were bigger than all of them combined. And
0: then you, you ended up spamming, I guess. So a lot of people are saying, uh, you know, this is, this is, we're at the point out where they're saying porn is not protected and things like that. So, uh, Green Country says, I'm not offended by nudity or sex, but there are some bodies that I would rather not see unclothed, if you know what I mean. Well, that's one way to, 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 to point it out. Mines' position is what? Just a filter, right? It filters it out. Yeah. If you don't mark it as explicit when you put it up and you keep, you keep violating that, Ethic code of you upholding your end of the bargain by making an account, you keep posting stuff that's lewd. You're going to get your entire account marked lewd, so that whenever someone goes to your page, it's going to have a big E over it, and it'll be grayed out. And, and so they're going to have choose. to opt in to be able to see anything on your page. From I think I forth. think I talked with you got with you guys about that once. That it was like there's uh, uh, the the free and open space outside the walls of the city and you can choose to operate in the city walls but you got to abide by the city city's rules and if you don't want to you're free to go outside those walls and say whatever you live want live in the wilderness with the tigers yeah it's that's basically it's, it's a tough
2: debate you know whether it's art or self expression but i think it's definitely been weaponized in extremely egregious ways but i i think at the end of the day it 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 has to be how kids are being raised, and I think it's the parents' duties to inform the kids that this is extremely dangerous and it will ruin their lives. But, man, imagine a four-year-old seeing something like crazy. That's that's just so mind-warping. It's a difficult conversation to have, and it's it's hard, you know, because how do you balance freedoms and expression and, and the destruction of the youth? All right, going back to the U.K. stuff, Brian Knowles says,
0: Boris Johnson had photos leaked of private parties. Almost every night for weeks during the lockdowns, everyone started calling for his resignation. Months ago, Lotus Eaters predicted he'd lift mandates to save his position. Wow. Yeah. That's pathetic. The, plot thick ends. the conservatives in the UK were the ones calling for lockdowns and enforcing them. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, you can't trust them, can you? Nope. Alright, let's see what we got here. Mr. The Cool says, Hello Tim and, uh, and Cruz. It is very cold down here in South Texas for some reason results uh texans weren't built for this type of weather i guess the government's trying to get back at us for going red I, 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 i'm implying that they're controlling the weather
2: china does that openly admittedly they brag well, about it yeah they've been doing uh, we've been doing what silver what do
0: they do they do silver iodide or something in the sky yeah silver iodide causes light to refract i think and cool causes the temperature to cool down that's the impetus of the idea of it and then it condenses yeah, I haven't looked, at, I haven't looked too Gates deep into it. Bill Gates had a project cloud he wanted around to
2: uh, seed the clouds to uh, block the sun from It's it. not right. a horrible idea. It's just it's unknown consequences. W- it's a horrible idea. Mark
0: Jensen says, Ian, can you please say blob again? Blob. <laughs> <laughs> blob. I think <laughs> right. I know yes. what you mean. Alien uh Aileen J says, James O'Keefe says, Amazon canceled pre-orders of his book. Just joined Gab. Love all you guys. Thanks for the open conversation. And uh, someone else said that his book has been indefinitely delayed on Audible. Oh that's crazy 2022 is going to be nuts it already is nuts for us this month has been wacky I say the least I just came across numbers that said Fediverse has about 4 million users. Is that right? This is from August, last August. I was trying to million. do the math on, on if it's, does that include, yeah, than... though you, oh, it well, you... probably included Gab, maybe. It, so. Yeah, it may, it may but,
1: have. I'm not sure if they're still including us in those, cause we actually got banned from oh, a lot of those stat things too. Okay. How
0: many, can, you, how many users do you guys have? Uh,
1: almost 6 million, I
0: think, now. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you don't need an account to log in. So we actually have 20 million uniques that are just using the site as their news source and exploring oh, and all that stuff. So, so wait, you could, you could have an account to follow people, but not. Yeah, both. to follow or to comment or to post. But most, uh, you know, the vast majority of our traffic is just passively, you know, consuming the content or following different profile or, or viewing different profiles or viewing different links or just coming to the homepage and, and seeing the, the content. And they, they use it as their news source, really. Um, and you don't need an account to explore the entire site.
0: Wyatt says Jimmy Door will be in Pennsylvania in February, I believe. Jimmy. Maybe, maybe we should look at Jimmy's schedule and see yeah, if we, we can have find him come on Jimmy's great. I went on his show and I didn't know what to expect. Cause, and this was years ago and I knew he was like kind of on the left. And then we ended up just having a good conversation about everything. Cause I think he's, he's an honest guy and that's all that matters. We can disagree on politics and we can disagree and then shake hands. But if we're honest about everything that's going on, it goes great. I always reference my conversation with Glenn Beck. We were, we were discussing pro life versus pro choice and we both had a really great conversation. We laughed. We shook hands and he's like, that was, that was fantastic. And I was like, yeah, you know, we're trying, right? And he's like, yeah, it's great. And people really appreciated the honest attempt at understanding each other. Most of what you get now is tribalism, where it's like I was mentioning that, you know, when I said about Carhartt, if you don't want to get vaccinated, quit. The left got mad at me for that.
1: Yeah, they're going to get mad at you for anything you say. Right,
0: exactly. Because it. It, it, it makes no sense. I'm like, I thought they would agree with and that. And there's too people like. that are going to love you for anything you say, too. So you got to watch out for all of it. That's right. And uh, that's why you got to ignore the comments to a certain degree. Yeah, don't take it personally. Yeah. Acknowledge them, understand them, and take nothing personal. All right, let's – uh a lot of people mentioning Jimmy Dore. That would be fantastic. We'll take a look. Chris Stark says, Lizard King boards all the way. I used to skate until I fractured my – what is it? L1, L6 vertebrae and pelvis in 27 Oof. places. Whoa, what Yikes. did you do? Try to ollie like a 25 going after the leap of faith? Gee. Uh You know, uh there's always the Death Wish boards from uh Neen Williams. He usually has a, he has a good size. He's the master of heel flips. That, that Dude, he makes some great spices. Oh, yeah. That's right. You mean? Oh, right. Yeah. either yeah. sent them to us or you bought a bunch. No, I bought a bunch. Back in the day. Yeah, those were great. Yeah, we got to order more of that stuff. But oh, Not yeah. A Damn Chance Spices. It's so hot. Some of them are so hot. We might still have them, though. I don't know. Like, you mean spicy? Yeah, yeah. Hot, spicy. No, no, no. I don't think so. Okay. No, it was like lemon herb and there was oh, like... yeah, ginger. yeah. Yeah, that was oh, good stuff. I, 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 I've known the guy... uh, uh I wouldn't really say we're friends or anything, but I know him from back in Chicago and he went pro and he's like a really famous guy. And then I saw his Instagram because he's like one of the most famous pro skaters and he sells these spices. So we bought them. Super, super, they're really good stuff. The chicken one is what we, we, we annihilated those, the spicy chicken. Oh, yeah, so good. We put it on everything. I put on grilled cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, yeah, we I gotta, I gotta order some of that stuff because yeah. they're probably in a box downstairs somewhere, to be honest. Mm. All right. Colin Pittman says, just joined Gab. Also, back in the early 2000s, John Titor was on message boards talking about a civil war where it was the rural country versus the cities, oddly similar to today. Yeah, but didn't he predict that in, like, 2008? Do you guys remember that stuff? I've heard of this guy. This is the time traveler. Yeah. I thought he predicted that would all happen in, like, 2008.
2: I don't remember the date.
0: But but then you know, conveniently said, my interfering with the timeline could change things or something like that. Kalanda said in 2004 is when he thought it yeah. was going to happen, and he made that claim in 2000 2001. He said he was from 2036. Well, it didn't. Mm. So maybe someone went back in time and stopped oh, it from happening. Double back in time. Whatever.
1: Robert asks, does Gab have its own email service? No, but we have been asked about that a lot. We do. We did have to build our own email system, so we got banned from like uh, Mailgun and all those services that you can, you know, send mass emails. We had to stop everything that we were doing for about three months and build our own email system just to be able to send people password resets, confirmations, all that type of stuff. Just basic transactional emails. We had to build our own. Dude, that's yeah, so wow. dangerous. You
0: think they, they could do that to any human at any
1: time? Mm-hmm. People need to understand
0: that. Um, Auto response emails are not a simple thing.
2: Mm-mm.
0: We we so when we launched our website, we did not. I didn't. I didn't realize how how quickly it would grow, and it grew so incredibly rapidly. I was surprised. So I I love all of you guys. It's amazing. And then all of a sudden, we had to deal with you know um, confirmation emails, account emails, and then all of a sudden, we're dealing with like thirty thousand emails in yeah. only a couple of days, and mm-hmm. our system locks. And then we're like, we don't know what's going on. We didn't realize we were going to get hit by that much, and then people are complaining and canceling, and I'm just like. Well, I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, you know, it's part of why like I- rapidly expand infrastructure as we're building our open network. I'm like building the website, and I'm like, I can't put a phone number on there. I can't put an email address. I mean, maybe I can't even put an email address on there in good conscience because it's going to get annihilated with content. So it's, yep. how, but I understand now
1: how, how do you contact Facebook? They don't want you to be able to contact them because they've right. got a hundred million. Hits or whatever. So how, how do you guys do? Oh man, God bless our support team. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Uh, you know, we have a great support team. Uh, they, they help people on the site. We have an email. People can reach out to the email. We try to get back to as many people as we can, but you know, we're, we're human beings here. I mean, Gab is a family run business. A lot of the people that are, you know, running the support emails and stuff. It's like my, my brothers, my dad works for the company. I mean, it really is a family run business. I, you know, we don't have the top professionals in the world, but I have people that I trust, right? That is the most important important thing that's one of the hardest challenges that we have is hiring because it's like who do you trust right and, and i trust my family right more than any anybody else on this planet so when i say gab is a family-run business i mean it my whole family works for gab this is a good question here from uh let's see what is this comic nut he says this is probably either
0: a stupid question or a brilliant one i think it's brilliant if facebook is experimenting on people without their knowledge doesn't that violate the nuremberg code let's read the nuremberg code <laughs> Well, I think that only applies to governments, but it is, it is right. interesting that we've now, what, allowed Facebook to bypass human rights protections. Cause the Nuremberg Code says that if there's gonna be an experiment, people have to be informed and right. consent to, to be involved. Yeah, Nuremberg Code's a set of research ethics principles for human experimentation. I, I think that's a what's good- What's the first, what's the first provision or whatever? Yeah, read that one. Okay. Ten points of the Nuremberg Code. Yeah, what's the, first the first one's the voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. Wow. But what's the penalty for violating it? I don't know. The penalty for violating the Nuremberg Is there code? one? I don't know. Does
1: it apply to governments only or to companies too? That's At this really point, mean. I think
0: corporations are functioning as governments so. yeah. and maybe should be held yeah. accordingly. Penalty to
1: Nuremberg Code.
0: All right. A real Nick
1: says, what is Gab's five-year plan? Save free speech on the internet. that simple. Well, you know, what we're doing now is we're working on, you know, what I'm calling the parallel economy. This is something I've been talking about for about a year now and and, and building the tools to empower that parallel economy. So we have GabPay, which is our PayPal alternative. We have Gab Marketplace, which is our Facebook marketplace, eBay, Etsy alternative. So what we're doing is we're empowering people to, you know, engage in commerce. We've created and we've protected free speech. We've enabled that. And inevitably what we see happen is when you have an area where you have free speech, free markets tend to develop. And, we're seeing that happen organically and naturally on gab right now and we want to be able to provide the tools for people to do that in a much better way in an easier way so that's what we're working on now
0: parallel economy man i've warned about that years ago because it's a precursor to civil war or fracturing or divorce or maybe that's what it. they want you to think no, but it, it, it is parallel economies. When when you have we've we, it's, we've seen it around the world. When you have two groups oh, that what, isolate each other, what if you have like and a, then start tra- they stop trading amongst each other? Right, then they start. Fighting what if you have a hundred thousand parallel economies? That's different. It's two parallel economies that can see right. the heavy weight, but a 1, thousand, a hundred thousand of them. Maybe that's the that's the. Point. As long as there's lines between.
1: Different factions that are connecting them, then you don't get that conflict breakout. I, I think it's impossible to create a, a totally isolated, I'm not going to do anything. You know, it's, it's almost impossible. The, sy- the, the system is so interconnected, right? Um, you know, if you're going to start a business, you're inevitably going to do business with people who don't share your values. It's just almost right. unavoidable. What we can do is make a good faith effort to spend your money and spend your time, uh, you know, with places and with people and with businesses that share your values. I think, and that goes a long way. I found a couple of people that were found guilty of violating the Nuremberg
0: Code. At the end of the Nuremberg trials, uh Carl Brandt, Adolf Hitler's personal physician, execution. Uh, Rudolf Brandt, colonel in the SS, execution. I imagine that the penalty for violating the Nuremberg Whoa. Code was execution at that point. But they were also Nazis. Yikes. All right. Steven Robertson says, Tim, the correct answer is go to your local skate shop. Love the show. Always asking the hard questions. Check it out. Gab now. Right on. Uh, yeah, if you 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 provide uh, a patronage to your local skate shops, avoid the mall shops, if you can, uh, you know, I don't want to hate on the mall shops necessarily. I appreciate anybody who's selling gear, but you know, small businesses is where it's at. Unless they have like, I'll tell you this. If I went to a local skate shop and they had a mask mandate, I'd go to the mall, but the mall, the mall had a mask mandate. It was really funny. I went to zoomies and I had a, a bubble tea and I had my mask on. This was, this was like last year. And so I walk in. And I take the mask off one ear and start sipping the drink and they go, hey, you gotta put your mask back on. And I was like, I'm drinking bubble tea in the mall that I bought at the kiosk outside your store. And they were like, doesn't matter. You gotta wear the mask. They were like, stick the straw under your mask. I remember that. I was just like, how does that make sense? Yeah. And I was like, whatever, dude. I don't need to drink my bubble tea. And I just walk. I was like, I don't need to shop here. I just walked out of the store. It's insane. I got some. Um, I was thinking about uh, people making masks with straw holes in them. If it ever got to that point, I don't think it will. people did that. They have zippers. <laughs> <on them. laughs> it's insane. A... Hey, with the Nuremberg Code, it looks like it's talking about medical experimentation. That that's what specifically. This yeah, no person should be forced to take a medical experiment oh, without okay. informed consent. Although, is psychological experimentation medical experimentation? I would say so. Yeah.
2: I would think it's messing so. with yeah. your mental. They help. were making people depressed.
0: Yeah. They were showing them negative stuff to try I and it. cause pain. Like that's crazy, dude. At least that's what I read on the internet. Yeah, yeah, they we know they, it's true. They were like changing the color of the page and stuff to give them different emotions. No, they were they were putting they were uh, having having the feed send them negative content like police <sighs> brutality and so that, that's Truly that, that's experimenting. look. I, I got to be careful, you know. Fact check that. I don't know exactly what they were posting, but my understanding based on what I read was that could be wrong. This is Facebook. I, I know what you're talking about. I'm gonna look it up. All right, what is this one? Roger says, Tim and Luke, I want a gorilla action figure that says random Luke-isms when you hit a button on his back. I like that idea. Or
2: like a Luke action figure.
0: That it'll it'll say something funny like exacerbate.
2: Yes. <laughs> like, when I was saying that in today's show, I knew exactly what you were like. Who he was like doing. I just I was like I I almost burst out laughing.
0: Alright, everybody, we are going to head over to our members only podcast, where I start recording that right now, so go to Timcast.com, become a member, sign up if you want to support the work we do on this show, if you want to support our journalists. And if you want to watch the after show and our massive library of content, we've had people on like, you know, uh, um, Steve Bannon, Alex Jones, big, big names, Mike Rowe, for instance, really great conversations, Marjorie Taylor Greene. So go to TimCast.com, become a member, follow the show at TimCast IRL, basically everywhere. You can follow me at
1: TimCast, basically everywhere, which includes on Gab. And, uh, uh, Andrew, you want to shout anything out? Uh, get on Gab, Gab.com. Uh, by the way, if you want to get our app, since we're banned from the app stores, I think this is important. Go to help.gab.com, and it'll show you how to get the app on iOS and Android.
2: Right on. Nice. Andrew, you got me with that uh, Ron Paul answer. I signed <laughs> up to Gab. My account is the same one on Twitter and Instagram. Luke, we are change. Luke, we are change on Gab. I'm going to try out your platform. I like uh, all the answers that you gave us, so I appreciate your time. I also have my own independent media organization called We Are Change. I released a really important video about what's happening in Russia today on youtube.com forward slash we are change. Hope to see some of you guys there, and uh, thank you for that conversation. Thanks for having That's me. That's great, man. Um, Okay, so I
0: did confirm. Facebook data scientists manipulated the news feed of almost 690,000 users, yep. showing them positive updates and negative ones, unknown in 2012. Yep, 690,000 people—that's a lot of people. And this is not the only experiment they've done. On the, we can maybe go into this later. There's a lot. Yeah, and this talk, is what they let, admitted. Let's, let's to. get into the member segment. We'll talk about the evils of these companies. Thank you guys so much for coming. Ian I'm Ian Crossland. Check you later. And I am Sarah Patchlitz. I'm going to have to get on to Gab.
1: I usually use Minds as my alternative media platform. I just realized I haven't logged into Facebook since before Christmas. It's like oh, on wow. my phone. Excellent. So I'm a strong on that one. Uh, you guys may follow me on Twitter at Sarah Patch Litz.
0: And Gab when you get on.
1: Oh, yeah. We will Gab. see you all
0: over at <laughs> TimCast.com. We, the show should be up around 11 or so p.m. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you there. Bye, guys.